Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another Sunday episode of Prospects After Dark. I'm your host, I am Kyle Reese for Birds on the Black. Uh, welcome to our little Sunday night shindig. It is 8 o'clock on March, our first episode of March of 2019. March 3rd it is. Uh, again, welcome to Prospects After Dark. Now, uh, we have plenty to talk about, okay? we actually. Hey, Robbie, what's up? We actually do have plenty to talk about. We have the Cardinal Spring Training. We have... Uh, 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 the Dirty 35, we're at prospect number 19, prospect number 18 comes out tomorrow. Plenty to talk about. From T-Shell, shout out to all the plow drivers. Yeah, that's right, I agree. So, uh, I, my job is to monitor the roadway, so I don't have to screw around with it too much, uh, the plowing aspect, but to all my plow drivers, a big shout out. So, I, I've got two things going on. Oh, hey everyone from Florida, hello Adam Van Grek, how are you? We've got two things going on. Per STL Cup of Joe's recommendation, we have the Wild Turkey Long Branch. And uh, so what I'm going to do with that is I'm going to pour that in this here glass. Just have a little taste of this. I'm going to I'm gonna sip on this a little bit more. Uh, that's that. So that'll be our first our first cheers. Uh, hello, the guy from Costa Rica here. Hey, how are you? Uh, Ch- Checho, I believe. I'm not. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Uh, the Tyler O'Neill episode. Uh, so t- uh, first off, to STL Cup of Joe for recommending the wild turkey uh, bourbon to me. I raise my glass to you, sir. Mm. Good stuff. We're gonna sip that a little bit, but in our delicious prospects after dark mug. Look at this beauty. Uh, we're gonna pour the the the, the not so great stuff in it, but the still manageable stuff. That's the four roses. We're gonna pour the four roses in there. Jesus Christ, I overpoured that. And uh, this next big thing is gonna go. So my brother's Jim texted me last night. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, how do you cook your steak, Kyle? Uh, <laughs> I cook in medium rare usually, but from now on, apparently, I'm injecting it with bourbon and chocolate sauce. Uh, M&M peanut butter chocolate sauce. Uh, what's up, gang? Hello there, everyone. M&M's, no such thing as overpouring. Thank you, Revy. So, real fast. Yesterday, my brother Jim texted me. He lives in Olathe, Kansas. Uh, or, or uh, as my dad would call it, Olathe. Or Olathe is what my dad would call it. I take it back. Olathe, Kansas. Uh, and he says, hey, the dude who works at Top Sellers, which is his liquor store, watches Prospects After Dark. So, I raised my glass of Four Roses bourbon, which is the lowest quality of bourbon I'll drink on Prospects After Dark. Uh, just a standard, the yellow label. To the people at Top Sellers, uh, my brother Jim's liquor store, I raised my glass. This is going to end up being the Sup Bro Neal episode, I can tell already. Uh, so, let's let's dig right into it. Uh I live in Olathe, uh, need to hit him up, some Cards fans, and KC from BJ Dittman, my brother James, James Charles Ree, or James, yeah, James Charles, James Charles is my dad, James Francis is my brother Jim, uh, James Francis, get, figure that shit out, go to Top Sellers, wherever the hell that is, Kyle with the connection for free booze, no free booze, they'd have to ship that stuff, and I think that's illegal, yikes, we're boarding flight now, okay, have to bow out, to Adam Van Grek, have a great flight, I hope you and Caleb make it safe, Austin Stone says, sub, Austin Stone says, sup bro, how we doing broskies? Doing well, doing well. Okay, so that's what we have here. Again, we'll we'll move right into Tyler O'Neill because I'm sure that's what everyone wants to talk about. Uh, What an exciting start to spring training Tyler O'Neill has had. He's played a good outfield, but he's just hitting bombs and he's walking a lot. He's still striking out, uh, but he's doing all of those three... uh, uh, all of the things that we wanted to see him do, right? We're seeing him hit for power, laying off breaking pitches low and outside. Remember, this is just spring training. Oh, my God, I've got so many drinks, I'm freaking out. Uh, this is just spring training. We don't want to get too excited. We're just into March. There's still 
25 more days until the season starts. A lot can change in between now and then. A lot can change when the season starts. But uh, I'm really happy watching Tyler O'Neill right now. His swing looks, it looks quick. It looks like he killed some of his low time before he swings. I'm really happy with it. And I really, really am excited about him. Early thoughts on Dex this spring. Uh, I'm pulling for him. I am pulling for him too. I hate seeing people talk down on him. Not to say that he hasn't earned some of that, uh, that vitriol, if you will. Uh, not, let me rephrase that. He hasn't earned any of the vitriol. The vitriol that comes from the fan base about Dexter Fowler, it doesn't always seem like it's about what happens on the field. It doesn't mean it isn't always. Uh, but he definitely deserves some of the criticism that he gets. I'm pulling for him. I think all Cards fans should pull for him. I will tell you that the games that he's played that have been on television, I haven't got to see him. Like, I, in the games that I've watched that he has played in, I just haven't watched him. So I don't really have any thoughts. I know people are freaking out because he only has, like, one hit. He struggled out in the outfield for a second. I'm not going to dog him. I'll hold off my, my thoughts. We're about a week, week and a half away from starting to take spring training a little bit more seriously. So I'm I'm kind of blowing all that stuff off for now. One step at a time. Let's get to the middle part of March. Let's get to March 10th and then readjust from there. Uh, let's see. Kisner looks great from Ryan Shule. I think he went two for three today, Josh says. I thought he went one for three. Uh, but your point's there. He did get a base hit today. Andrew Kisner has looked great, and boy, how exciting is that. You know, when you monitor Twitter, which, again, that's what I do with Twitter. Uh, Let me tell you my interaction with Twitter. I post something, and then I live in my notifications. So if you send me a message, uh, you hit up one of my notifications, I respond to it so we can have a dialogue. If I'm looking through the timeline, I'm not really looking for anything. I'm looking for Derek Gould and Ken Rosenthal and people who will drop news. Uh, and then I'm usually scrolling for keywords. Like, I'm looking for keywords. And I've got to tell you, man, to scroll quick and see Kisner is exciting. People are really, really excited about him. Uh, friggin' Cards is in here. Hello, friggin' Cards. Uh, from Aaron LC says, Ducks look good in his at-bats today. I like that. Uh, went first to third today and moved to third on a wild pitch. I saw him uh, hustle to second the other night. That was exciting. Is Weeders the backup this whole year from TYZ94? Uh, I think that's all going to come down to how, uh, what kind of relationship he and Mr. Molina develop. I think if they can develop a strong relationship, he will be. But uh, if, if he doesn't endear himself to Yadier Molina, it doesn't matter. It'll be Francisco Pena. You guys know as well as I do that Yadier Molina, and Jeff Jones gets a hat tip because he did point this out. Uh, Yadier Molina will get to say who his backup catcher is. Uh, let's see. Dex looks like he's aged 10 years since joining the cards from John Greco. I agree. That poor guy. Starting a GoFundMe for the Cardinals to buy some Rapsodos. God, we suck. I'm not going to talk about the God, we suck. Uh, it does suck that they don't really seem to be all in on the technological movement that's going on in baseball, but they have the cameras. They just haven't decided uh, uh, how they want to apply them, and that's where they're stuck, the last that I read. Uh, since Arenado extended, do you think there is more pressure to not let Goldie hit free agency? I do, but look, I don't think it'll stop the Cardinals from spending. Like, I don't think that'll push the Cardinals to spend outside of where they're comfortable. I don't think it's going to be like a gut reaction where, man, we were going to, we were willing to allocate him this much money. Now, because Arenado's out there, we're not going to do it. Like, we have to do it. We have to go past that boundary. I don't think they're going to do that. They're not reactionary that way. Let me rephrase that. They used to not be reactionary that way, but they've gotten more reactionary. So maybe, maybe, I, I think that the Cardinals know how much it's going to take to lock him up. I think that they probably have a good idea uh, on both sides what it's going to take. And I think it's probably more of a matter of Paul Goldschmidt getting uh, a feel for St. Louis uh, before he agrees to it. Uh, from Josh, is it just me or does Ravello 
uh, played in like every single game. Yeah, it seems like Edmonds gotten in every game. Uh, Ron Rovelo and Mundo Sosa seems like he's out there a lot. Uh, it's been really exciting. Uh, or, uh, Ramon Urias, who was our number 18 prospect at the dirty, th- or number 19 prospect, dirty 35. Check it out. Uh, let's see. Bartolo Stowe, Bartolo Colon's still out there. That's exciting. Uh, Brayden Brown says, hi, uh, by the way, hello from 91 degrees Southwest Florida. Hello. We, look, I know people, they like to do that cute thing where when, uh, you know, somebody posts about how cold it is, they like to say how hot it is. And then vice versa, you know, like, oh, it's super hot out here. Well, we've got a beautiful day. I, I generally don't get into that. Uh, I usually don't get upset about stuff like that. M- Mr. Brown, I'm excited for you that you get to enjoy a beautiful day in Southwest Florida. Uh, you glad cards Twitter isn't talking about Harper anymore. I'm not. You know, I kind of miss the Harper talk. Uh, uh, that Corey Sanzone, who I like quite a bit, uh, Ben Sorority just tweeted out something about statistics and the, uh, uh, what Bryce Harper has already meant for the Philadelphia community. And Mr. Sanzone said something along the lines of, uh, it's moot at this point anyways. Well, it's never going to be moot. As long as Bryce Harper was a free agent that the Cardinals could have signed, uh, at least for me, I will be—I will constantly be going back to see how Bryce Harper did and how it would have affected the, the Cardinals had they been the one to pull the trigger. Uh, when it comes to free agent signings like that, a player of that caliber, it's never, ever moved. Uh, I want more. I wish we were still talking about the chances of him coming to St. Louis. And maybe in three years, if Philadelphia shit and he wants to get out of it like A-Rod did, maybe he finds his way to St. Louis. You can only hope so. Whenever A-Rod got traded from Texas to the Yankees. Uh, hit some dangers. Kyle, you're the best. I love you freaking cards. Uh, from Langston Lil, O'Neal's at bats look so much better. I agree. And do, uh, think Jeff Albert's going to be huge for him? I agree. We've talked about it a ton here in Prospects After Dark. If there were two players in the Cardinals roster who had the most to gain from what Jeff Albert teaches and how he teaches it, it's Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader. O'Neill has taken to it. Bader hasn't quite yet, but that doesn't mean by the time we get to the start of the season that they haven't reversed roles. Doesn't Yachty make all personnel decisions? It seems like it, Iowa. What's up, Derek? Uh, can we bring back the Phantom Cam from Josh? Ooh, I don't know about that. Uh, Dustin uh, um, Myeroto. I- I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Love how Scotty Hurst has been playing in his limited time. Love your John Jay comparison for him. So our number 25 prospects on the Dirty 35 is Scott Hurst. And to see him hit a home run, which I never got to see, uh, and get that triple today is so exciting. You know, one thing I said in the Dirty 35 write-up of Scott Hurst is that it took him three collegiate seasons while dealing with health issues to incorporate some semblance of power into his game. This will be his third year in the Cardinals organization, and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if a little power comes. He looks bigger and stronger than he has in the past, and I'm pretty excited to see what his 2019 looks like. Uh, can we get a petition to get just Danny Mac in the booth? Uh, again, I don't. I feel like I'm always bashing on people. Uh, I don't want to be that way, man. I just want to live in harmony and be complimentary of people who deserve to be complimented. So I will say that Danny Mac is the absolute best. Uh, I, I'm jealous of the skill that he has. I wish I had half of that talent in anything. Uh, and I really like some of the booth options better than others. Red October Rant says, what's up, gang? What's up, Red October Rant? Uh, Rap Soto. Dude, we got light bulbs. I like that. Uh, Ravello is Luke Voigt 2.0. Well, Luke Voigt always had like a bigger body for home, like with home run power. He didn't necessarily always hit for home runs, but he had home home run power. And plus, I think Ravello is already like a year and a half older than Voigt. Uh, something like that. Something around there, maybe a year. Uh, Ravello is a career minor leaguer who doesn't necessarily produce, can't accidentally, he can run into power a little bit. I think, let me, ref- let me start over. I think Ron Hill Ravello is an excellent depth piece. I hope he gets a chance to make a major league debut. And after that, anything could happen. I'm pretty well documented as saying that I view him as a Jeremy Hazelbaker type and hopefully, uh, it manifests.
Uh, let's see. Heimeyer D says, with Aaron, with Arenado out, who do you expect the Cards to go after next year? I don't really know if I expect them to go after anyone, but I do expect them to pivot. Uh, uh, I do expect them to pivot and go f- as as and we just talked about it a second ago. Look, all of their attention will be on Paul Goldschmidt. It, it, that's it's just that simple. Like at this point, all of their attention will be on Paul Goldschmidt. It's just a matter of how far past their puke point they're willing to extend to keep him. Uh, I can't wait to see how this contract negotiation goes because I don't have a feel for it. Like I said, I think that they have a good idea of what it's going to take to sign him. I think they both do, and I think it's just a matter of Mr. Goldschmidt having a feeling about playing with this team, in this organization, and in this town. Uh, let's see from Jake, uh, D- Jake D or Jake Dellert rather. Uh, they can keep Goldie and Ozuna for that kind of money. They definitely could. They definitely could. Hopefully, they both do enough to make you want to have both of them. A better or worse year than last year for Ozuna. One thing I've been pretty vocal about saying is I think it's a status quo year for Ozuna. Uh, remember, he blew up in September. He was pretty m- below. He was pretty standard. He was pretty par. Leading into September, he blew up in September. That helped his stats a great deal. I just expect that those September stats to manifest over the entire year when he's healthy. Uh, Luke Voigt is still hitting. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Matheny sucks. Forever cards. Todd, uh, I'm actually encouraged with Schrock. Looks like he's improved. He, I'm not there yet. I'm not there with Max Schrock. He got off to a good start, but I'm not there yet. In his at-bat today to end the game, uh, I thought, man, that's the Max Schrock that I watched all last year. Uh, if Carp has a normal Carp year, do you think the front office extends him at the end of the season? I don't think they'll extend him at the end of the season. I think they'll just pick up his options, uh, his option year rather, and uh, what happens after that is anyone's guess. I do think that they will. I, look, I think that Matt Carpenter is a type of career cardinal that Mr. Bill DeWitt Jr. loves, that even if he has an average year, they'll find some way of bringing him back next year. Uh, to be fair, the deal is pretty bad. I don't know who we're talking about. If we're talking about Arenado or uh, a Harper, either way, I like both of them. Can Schrock play anywhere besides second? Can he be a left-handed bat? Can he be the left-handed bat? Schrock can play a little third. I Again, I haven't watched him enough over there to really make a solid thought. I thought that he's fine, but unspectacular. He's come a long way at second base. I've been really impressed with how he's played second base over the last year. Uh, can he be that left-handed bat off the bench? For me, the hierarchy of that job would be, uh, for me, it would be Edmund, Robinson, Schrock. Uh, but for the Cardinals, it's probably Robinson and then any of the various right-handed options and then Schrock. Remember, uh, Schrock and Edmund both have to be added to the 40-man, and that'll always play into the Cardinals' decision. Man, we've had a lot of great questions. You guys are nailing it. Uh, waiting on Trout now. God, I can't wait to see what happens with Mike Trout. Uh, to, to Mike Trout. Real fast, uh, we do it every week, but I want to raise my glass to Cardinals' gifts uh, I love the guy to him and his family for various different reasons. Uh, I raise my glass to Cardinals gifts. I just want to get one out there right away. Let you guys know how much I love him. Uh, Victoria says, by the time his contract is up, my oldest daughter will be almost 21. Crazy stuff. Oh, Jeff Niehaus said, is Sosa going to break out? We're going to get to Edmundo Sosa here uh, in the next couple days. Uh, we'll do Jose Adolis Garcia on the Dirty 35 tomorrow. The next day is Edmundo Sosa. Now, uh, what I will tell you is at first I had Sosa. Again, Sosa kind of fluctuated. But when I settled on my list, I had him 20th, I think. And then I went back and I was watching video and looking at some of my gifts. And I found some notes on him. And I thought, man, I really should bust this guy up a little bit. I should bring him up a little bit. So he got moved up to, uh, uh, let me double check, 17th on the list. Uh, 
Uh, is he going to break out? I don't know about a breakout, but I think he's a better shortstop than I give him credit for. He's a very, very good base runner, as we're seeing here in spring training. Uh, he's a burner. Uh, he's more of a burner than I've given him credit for, and that's something that I need to like. I have, I have to own up to. He's a, he's a better base runner than I've given him credit to uh, gre- credit for. He's faster than I've given him credit for. Is he going to break out? Look, he's going to have a little bit of power and some good doubles. Uh, he takes a bat at bat, so he's never going to be an on base percentage guy. But I do think. Again, this is just me because I'm not a big Drew Robinson fan. If they're going to stick with a guy on the 40-man and Yairo Munoz isn't going to be able to play for the Cardinals, Sosa's the direction I would go in. I'd go Sosa before I'd go Urias or Robinson. Uh, I wouldn't mind going for sale uh, if he had a solid year from Prism 2. I agree. I like him a lot. Potential trade candidates this year from Jack and a bunch of numbers. Jack, I'm not even there yet, buddy. Let me get through the dirty 35 and then we'll readjust. Uh, you know, I would think that Andrew Elton Simmons might be an, an option. Uh, if the the Angels are terrible, uh, Anthony Rondone uh, uh, from the 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 Nationals, the Nationals fall apart, uh, and then other than that, I've got nothing for you. Uh, let's see. So Andrew Miller, yikes! Again, <laughs> from Athene sucks. I'm not. I don't care at all about Andrew Miller's one appearance. Uh, again, <laughs> look, we're we're just getting started. But yeah, it seemed bad. I didn't get to watch that either. I had a, uh, a Little League meeting on Friday night. Do we know what Andrew Miller's velocity was? I do not. No, I didn't see it. Ozuna, better or worse than last year? I will say the exact same. Who has been the most surprised prospect so far this year? Uh, you know, I would think that most people would say Tommy Edmond because he kind of came off, but not for us, right? Uh, uh, it seems like Jake Woodford. That's, I'll say Jake Woodford. Uh, his velocity's up, and he's throwing a bunch of different pitches all at once. Uh, so I'll say Jake Woodford. Is Shrock Springs fool's gold from Braden Brown? Again, he's I, I I struggle to commit to that one way or the other because we're still so early in spring training. He could be. Uh, Luke and Baker is a closer Voight comparison, right? Yeah, I think that that's a pretty safe comparison. Uh, what I will say, uh, when we get to Luke and Baker's write-up, which is still a couple weeks away if we keep doing it in this format, is that I don't think anyone knows exactly how good he's capable of being because of how much time he's missed in college. Uh, right now, it seems like the Luke Voigt comparison is there. Uh, and it's more reasonable, but I think we need to see more time, and we need to see what he looks like after being healthy. Uh, does Bader take the next step, uh, stay the same, or take a step back? You know, I- I've been one to say that I believe Harrison Bader takes a step back. Uh, more than likely, he stays the same. Uh, let's see. You think this is Walker's last year as a Cardinal from Ryan uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Lee, I guess. I do. I don't see the Cardinals' incentive to bring him back, even if he does well. Uh, ideally, the Cardinals would want him to pitch well enough that they could slap a qualifying offer on him uh, and get draft pick compensation in return. But more than likely, like, let me put you, if I was in their position, and they get medical reports on the players, so it probably isn't fair for me to speculate. But if I was in their position, the last thing that I would do is commit to Michael Waka uh, with the years and years of shoulder abuse. Uh, so, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, do you think Jag is a trade candidate? I think all of these guys are trade candidates. Look, the Cardinals have a ton of relief options. They have a ton of outfielders. Uh, I think, I do think Jag is a trade option, but I don't know for what. I don't know what his value is. You know, uh, again, I would encourage everyone in the chat right now, tomorrow I will release my write-up, uh, Dirty 35 write-up for uh, Jag, Jose Adoles Garcia, and read that, because I'm really proud of it, first off. I, it's one of my best articles, and we're getting to the point now. Uh, Jag kind of kicks this off. Urias was pretty good, but Jag kind of kicks this off, where every write-up 
gets a, from here on out has a little bit more effort, a little bit more work put into it. I would suggest to you that from here on out in the Dirty 35, these write-ups will be like something you've never seen. Uh, uh, the first however many we've done, the first 17 we've done or whatever, eight, whatever it is, uh, they pale in comparison to what's about to come. They're going to get better, uh, more in-depth. And uh, it's just because there's more to go on with these guys. So do I think he's a trade candidate? Yes. I think Mayers is a trade candidate. Gant. I think Ponce de Leon. Like, I think they're all trade candidates. But what their value is, I don't have a feel for. And if the Cardinals would move them for anything other than a substantial value, I can't say. Friggin' Card says, my boy Hudson looked good till he hit the wall. Anything to worry about? Not for me. Uh, I didn't get to read the article, but our good friend STL Cup of Joe, we raise our glass of this beautiful uh, Kentucky uh, wild turkey long branch uh, wrote an article about Dakota Hudson and about how he can increase his strikeout rate uh, I can't wait to read it over at the Athletic I haven't had time but uh, I see a cup of joe again and then uh, so do we have anything to worry about friggin cards I don't feel like we do Remember, what I've always said about Dakota Hudson is that his issue is he struggles to get ahead of hitters and he doesn't really know where that, that sinker is going and it works against him sometimes uh, look, he can be filthy, he can be nasty, his cutter-slider combo, because remember, he throws a cutter and a slider. I don't know if STL Cup of Joe wrote about that in the article. He throws a cutter and a slider, uh, and then his curveball, which he mixes in, and a changeup he's been trying to throw, and then I've heard it, rumors of him throwing a four-seam. It can all be very good, but it doesn't matter if he's not getting ahead of, uh, of hitters. And if he's not getting ahead of hitters, then yeah, we have something to worry about. Steve Killam uh, asks, who's going to close this year? And one thing I've been pretty steady about is saying that I think Andrew Miller and Mr. Uh, uh, Jordan Hicks split those duties. Well, you know, what it ends up being if, if Miller has 20 saves and Hicks has 10 or 40 and 1 or whatever it is. But, you know, like that's what I think. That's how I think the closing duties will go. I say that, but then I heard Mozeliak say something on the radio the other day about he believes that there's a – he mentioned that they could still carry two lefties – along with Andrew Miller, uh, which kind of disappoints me, uh, but I get why they're doing it. I, I would get why they would do it, but to me, if that's the case, then that tips their hand that Andrew Miller will probably be their closer. Man, you guys are kicking ass with questions tonight. I'm getting fired up. Let's fucking do it. Uh, hey, 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 what's up, party people? Hey, Christian, how are you? Uh, Carlos ain't getting traded. Let's not even speak of it. I don't think so, Austin Sohn. So Sosa burned a triple today. Yeah, that was beautiful. Uh, who are you putting money on as a fist starter, Reyes or Hudson? Uh, I'll put my money on John Gant. Again, path of least resistance, unless Alex Reyes builds up his pitch total, and then anything could happen at that point. Uh, let's see. You guys are kicking ass, man. Any chance of Rosarena makes the bigs this year from Moondog24? Uh, I think that there's a chance. I don't know if it's a great chance. Remember, the, what works against Randy or Rosarena at this point is that on the 40-man, he is not. And there are eight outfielders uh, to go along with Yairo Munoz and Drew Robinson, who are on the 40-man, who can play the outfield. Uh, it would be very unlikely for the Cardinals. It would be very uncharacteristic of the Cardinals to add Randy when they have so many options ahead of him. That being said, I would not mind at all if they move some of those options to make room for Randy Rosarena because I think by the time we get to July, we're going to talk about Randy Rosarena as a potential Major League contributor. Uh, let's see. Dabo Sweeney hits better than Michael Walker. Dabo Sweeney in the cage was awesome today. Uh, Josh says, I want to go on record and say Albert Pujols hits 30 home runs this year. Uh, Matt Adams, annual trade candidate from Brain Brown. So think about this for a second. It was something I said in our group chat. Uh, can you imagine if Albert Pujols has a better year than Paul Goldschmidt this year? Can you imagine the shit show that would happen? All right, so real fast. I raise my glass, as always, uh, to the, the, the godfather of prospects after dark, Mr. Jason Hicks. To you, sir, I raise my glass.
I'm also going to raise my glass to the lovely and talented Jennifer Hicks, the queen of prospects after dark. Uh, the glass also gets raised to Jordan Hicks, uh, the favorite, our favorite former prospect. But I will raise my glass to a 10-year-old girl in the Hicks family who had a birthday today. Uh, weird to raise a glass to, but to the entire Hicks family and to the young Hicks, uh, happy birthday. Love that Hicks family. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Woodford was fun yesterday. He was. He really was. Any update on Fowler and O'Neal? Uh, look, I, like I said, I mentioned earlier from Ryan, our good friend Ryan, uh, I didn't, I didn't get to watch, I have yet to really watch Dexter Fowler. I'm gonna stay out of that conversation for now. Uh, but what we know from, uh, from Tyler O'Neill is that Prince Sex is hammering the baseball. He's taking a bunch of walks, he's laying off bad pitches, and he looks like he's really taking the information that Mr. Jeff Albert is providing for him. Uh, and I'm pretty excited about that. Looking thicker than a bowl of oatmeal baker. I love that card's gifts. Oh god, no. Uh, my, I scrolled the bottom. Oh my god. My thing. Oh god. Guys, we might have a problem. My uh, my questions disappeared. I don't know what to do. Somebody start asking questions. Oh, God. You guys blew up my questions. I don't know what to do. Gifts you're going to have to give them to me because I'm not 100% sure what happened. There we go. Yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Sing us a song from Steve Killam. Guys, I don't know what happened there. My entire queue of questions just disappeared. You guys were kicking it. You were fucking... Fu Sing us a song, you're the piano man. Sing us a song tonight. Thank you, Ashley. I don't know what the... I don't know how to swipe left. I don't know how that works. Uh, R.I.P. Kyle's questions. Uh, take a drink from Cards 11 and 11. Jason Valling, I will. Wasting away again in Margaritaville. Uh, if the cards trade mayors or Myers, then I quit. I'm not 100% sure why. Uh, we broke the chat. You guys, you guys really did. Uh, the disappearing questions episode. Uh, you know, that's so heartbreaking because I looked down and it said that I had like 78 missed questions or missed comments. And man, I was, we were firing on all cylinders. Let's keep it up. Uh, Colby Rasmus's fire burning in the outfield. I didn't see that until like a couple months ago when Ashley and I first started talking and she sent that my way. That's incredible. Uh, take another drink. <laughs> Apparently we're gonna take another drink. Uh, again to the Hicks family. Uh, Steve Killam asks, who's your fifth starter again? If Carlos Martinez isn't ready to go, I'll just take the path of least resistance and say John Gant, but I'm really hoping it's Alex Reyes. Uh, prediction for how many lefties are in the bullpen opening day? I'll say three. Uh, expectations for John Torres this year. Jan Torres. Uh, look, he's on my Dirty 35. We're at prospect number 18 that gets released tomorrow. We haven't gone over him yet. You're going to have to wait at least a week to hear about him. I'll tell you that. Look, I have higher expectations for John Torres than I do Malcolm Nunez. I think this time next year we're talking about John Torres as a potential top 100 prospect in baseball uh, if he keeps up the growth that he showed in the tournament circuit uh, this offseason. He's special. He's really special. That's that's what I, my expectations are. Uh, I cannot wait for you guys to read that right up. Again, so there's going to be a time here in the next week where we get to Malcolm Nunez and John Torres. And they're two of my finest write-ups. You're going to love them. There's so much media in there, and I'm anxious for you to get to them. Uh, what are the lefties that you run out of the pen this year? If I have my guess, uh, the Cardinals opening day lefties, if Cecil's ready to go, will be Cecil, Shreve, and Miller. Uh, if Cecil isn't ready to go, then it might just be Shreve and Miller, uh, and then maybe Gomber for a while. But that's, I mean, throughout the year, if you're asking me, uh, you're going to see Henesis, you're going to see 
Webb, you're going to see Shreve, you're going to see Cecil, you're going to see Miller. That's my guess. Uh, and maybe even Austin Warner at some point. Isaac Hopper says, are the cards still planning on keeping Cecil regardless of how spring training goes? You know, that's a tough question for me to ask. I, I can't really say. Oh, is Josh asked, is Luke Gregerson still alive? I don't think so. What are your thoughts on Tommy Lane? I've been really excited. It's been really interesting to watch Tommy Lane this year, uh, this spring so far. I will say he's getting away in spring training with leaving a lot of stuff over the middle of the plate. Uh, it's resulting in strikeouts. I'm anxious to see if that's just deception because of how good his slider is. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, uh, to the question, are the cards still playing on keeping Cecil regardless of how spring training goes? I don't think they are. I would think that Brett Cecil can't make it out of spring training unless they can put him on the, the DL or IL or whatever the shit's called nowadays. Uh, I don't expect them. I don't expect them to have a long leash with him. And I think that's part of the reason now that my brain starts working uh, for the first time in years that they would bring two additional lefties with Andrew Miller is that it offers protection for Cecil. Uh, what do you think of proposed idea to have three batter minimum for relievers? I hate it. Who are the pitchers to be traded? Uh, Mike Myers. Uh, from Mr. Hicks, you know, uh, for me, it's all about looking at the redundancies. I would think that the Cardinals would try to move Myers first because he's out of options. Uh, that to them, remember that if you can have that versatility, that's big. So if they can get rid of a guy who's out of options, I think that that would be big for him. Of course, that limits his market because teams would want a pitcher with options. Uh, again, they've got, uh, you know, if they could get a good return for Austin Gomber, I think that they would think about it, although I know they love the left-handed starting option. Uh, I would think John Gant would be on the block, potentially. Uh, and then after that, you know, maybe Dominic Leone, if they could get something for him, depending on depending on what they think of him or how John Brebbia is, is moving along. What I'll say is, John Brebbia should not spend any time in the minor leagues this year. And if it happens, it's a disaster. It's a failure by the Cardinals. Uh, will there be a Memphis shuttle this year from Good Life Sean or good friend uh, Sean? You know, uh, yes, absolutely. You'll see. My guess is uh, the starting pitching will be on – the starting and relief pitching will be on that 55 Express nonstop. Uh, thoughts on the Weeder signing from Ala Moses. My cousin Charlie. Hello, Charlie. I raise my glass to you, and I bobble like a bobblehead. Who it's up there. It's busy. Just leave him alone for a while. He's trying to Mac or something. Uh, I love it. I, it couldn't hurt. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens if Yadier Molina doesn't like him. Because, uh, you know, you know as well as I do, if Yadier doesn't like him, he's going to end up having, reaching the date of his opt-out and end up signing somewhere else as a free agent. Uh, look, he's the best, he's the best backup catcher option that the Cardinals have had since Mike Matheny left. He good. It's exciting. And I hope that he gets a fair opportunity because the Cardinals are better with him as their backup. What were they thinking signing Gregerson in the first place? I don't know, you know. I don't know. It's, it's shitty the way it's worked out. Lance or Lane Thomas is he a third or fourth outfielder on the 2020 cards? It all depends on how that goes, right? I think he could potentially be a third outfielder, uh, depending on how Harrison Bader and Tyler O'Neill season goes and what the Cardinals do with Marcelo Zuna. I also want to see what Lane Thomas's 2019 looks like. You know, I think back to a year ago when we were all jumping on Oscar Mercado, right? Uh, he's a great center fielder with a great arm, and he took a step forward offensively. Now. Mercado doesn't have the offensive profile that Lane Thomas has, but I don't think Thomas is as good of a defender as Oscar Mercado is. And I only bring that up to emphasize the fact that, yes, they're both extremely talented players. But remember, they kind of leveled off that next year at AAA because AAA is so much, AAA is more difficult than AA is, obviously. Uh, so let's wait and see what this guy who 
surged onto the scene last year, uh, had a season like he's never had before. Before we start anointing him one way or the other, let's see what the 2019 season looks like. I'm bullish on Lane Thomas. I like him a lot. I think he's very good. But I also think that that 2018 season is enough of an outlier that we need to pump the brakes just a little bit. Austin Stone, Austin Stone says, Reyes-Gant combo wombo. I love it. I may have asked this before, but does Lane Thomas and Bader or Bader have a higher ceiling from Josh? Uh, what Josh was asking, I'm going to get some water. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Who has a higher ceiling, Bader or Thomas? And the ceiling question is such a bullshit question. It's so tough for me to answer. I try to leave, live in reality. Uh, and what I know for a fact is that a couple years back, you remember Harrison Bader was a guy who could hit 20 home runs, who could get on base 330, 340% of the time, you know, who was promoted aggressively in a way that Lane Thomas never was. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, I'm not the world's biggest Harrison Bader fan. I love him for what he is. I think he's taken some amazing strides. I know no one will outwork him. I love Lane Thomas. I'm so high on him. But, you know, who has a higher ceiling? If Harrison Bader can figure out uh, what kind of hitter he wants to be, then he's a major league center fielder and a perennial all-star. You know, if all he's got to do is hit 270 with a 330 on base percentage and hit 15 home runs and 500 at-bats, and he's going to go to an all-star game because he's going to have a DRS through the fucking roof. Uh, I don't think Lane Thomas has that potential. Oh, God, you guys are rolling. I love this. Uh, is Brevy a better pitcher than the beard or without? Oh, without. Uh, without a beard, he might as well not even pitch. Uh, I don't know if he's good or not, but he might as well not even pitch. I don't want to see it. Uh, Jacob and then a bunch of numbers. Is it a stretch to think Montero can make it to AAA at the end of the year? It is not a stretch. Uh, it depends on where he starts the year. Remember, if he starts the year at AA, then it's absolutely not a stretch at all. If they start him back at Palm Beach, then it would be a stretch, I would think. But it all comes down to how the playoffs go, right? If Springfield doesn't make the playoffs, then he could find his way on the Memphis roster for the playoffs. Uh, I don't, I don't, I think it's a long shot, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Uh, Jack and then a bunch of numbers. Jacob's going to have to have a, a different nickname. Uh, a Jack and a bunch of numbers. I kind of want to see Molina be the manager after he's done playing. I think it'd be awesome. I think that I want to see Yadier Molina retire first because I would be willing to bet that the day after he retires, he dies of old age at 110. Uh, let's see. God, can Ozuna throw or what? He cannot right now. Uh, uh, so is it going to be Urias or Robinson to make the 25 this year? I think that we have to wait to see if Yairo Munoz comes back healthy from that wrist. Remember, x-rays came back negative. If he's playing in games, uh, then uh, here in the next week, then I think it still comes down to Robinson or Munoz. Uh, and I would suspect that it would be Munoz, to be honest. Uh, I think the Cardinals are better off if it's Munoz. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. If it comes down to Orius or or uh, Robinson, I, I would say that it's, it's Robinson. When will Carlos be reevaluated? So that was two weeks from this past Tuesday. So that would be like the 12th or the 14th, something or somewhere around there. Does Ozuna need to be able to throw? Grichik started in center in the playoffs. Oh, my God. He needs – oh, my God. The Cardinals, that's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. Uh, who is this year's 2018 spring training? Yairo Munoz. Well, it seems like Ramon Urias is that right now. Ling Thomas was trending in that direction. Uh, and then Tommy Edmond could be the really, like, the one outlier here. Tommy Edmond could be interesting. 
Well, uh, will you do another cards draft preview? You're damn right, Patrick B. I can't wait. Hopefully I get to do a whole series of that. Hopefully what I did last year pales into comparison to what I'll do this year. Uh, Bader has defense and hustle. He will play for a long time, and you will love me for a long time, Shadowgrass. I agree. Uh, anyone know if Periscope has updated? I feel like I can't back out, and it keeps the feed going. Uh, I don't know about that, Austin Stone. I raise my glass of Long Branch to you. Again, STL Cup of Joe, uh, thank you so much for the Long Branch. We got it here. So what we're doing tonight, STL Cup of Joe, uh, you got our first cheers. You're going to get this one, too. I'm drinking that in here while drinking that bum-ass Four Roses in my pad mug. Uh, but to you, sir, and also real fast, I want to say that uh, thank you for keeping us updated on your little man, on Jaden Schwartz. Uh, I'm so happy for you guys that everything seems to be going well. He's been in our thoughts and in our prayers. Uh, you guys have been in our thoughts and our prayers. And I love you, buddy. And I I'm glad everything seems to be going well to you and your lovely family. Uh, oh, we're doing uh, what would Brebius with and without splits be? With the, Talking about the beard, what would his splits look like if he had a with a beard and without a beard? I bet you he's a worse pitcher without the beard. I can't imagine. Uh, Montero and Palm Beach and then a bunch of heart smiley faces. I hope so for your sake, Brayden. Uh, that could still be a pretty good roster. I'm anxious to see. Remember, they've got kind of a, a cluster of like first base and third basemen. I don't know where they're all going to go. It doesn't really seem like they're all like I will. I'm not going to hedge one way or the other on where they're going to be assigned. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. You know, I, I think Montero probably starts at Palm Beach. I think Mendoza probably starts at Springfield. And I think Gorman probably starts at Peoria. And it's going to be fun to watch that jockey around. Chances that Posey is next Giants manager uh, if he has more hit problems. I don't think so. You know, I don't think that we're at a day and age yet. Where, or I don't think we're in a day and age where a player is going to go straight from the bench to the bench. Uh, at least not in like a managerial role. Maybe in like a bench coach role or something like that. Uh, how has Ozuna looked at the plate these games? So I heard somebody bitching about the way that he looked, and I'll tell you what I look, I, I saw. I didn't think Ozuna's mechanics were nearly as bad as they were last year, and I thought that he was getting ahead of the baseball maybe a little too much, like a little too aggressive. Uh, it seemed like his timing was off, but I'd rather have him a little ahead of it than a little behind it at this stage. Uh, that's just me. Can Martinez throw from Ace Hall? It doesn't seem like it. Uh, but give him some time. We've all got a bunch of numbers. <laughs> yeah, all of our pets are, all of our heads pets are falling off. Are you worried about the lack of impact pitching depth and the lower minors? Ooh, reason, uh, uh, reason Bladow3 said. I am to a degree, but I also think that some of the lower level pitching depth is getting overlooked. Uh, Again, I, I try not to invest too much in what gets, goes on in the Dominican Summer League, uh, what the teenage kids are doing. But I will tell you that last year, there were there were two kids in particular late in the draft, and Michael Barrett and Chris Holba that I like a lot. And I think people might be underselling how good Michael Barrett is. I'm interested for, for a full season. Uh, you know, at Peoria level, you had Alvaro Sayas, who had a shitty year, uh, Angel Rondon, and Johan Oviedo, who, and Oviedo had, Oviedo had a great second half. Uh, you know, those middle levels, it all comes down to how Steve Gindry does, uh, 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 how Gonzalez from Fresno State does. Uh, I am concerned that they don't seem to have a lot of high-end pitching talent at the level, but I would imagine that this coming draft ends up being a pretty highly focused uh, uh, pitching draft. We're just going to have to wait and see, but that's a great question. Uh, what league do you expect Gorman to start in? We just kind of talked about that. Again, I would, uh, uh, depending on how this all goes. And remember, the Cardinals don't assign before they get through step camp. All these prospects are at step camp right now. And they'll get their, their assignments dealt out to them, depending on how well they do at step. Uh, including, like, 
in correlation with their projections. Uh, Kyle, you could just call me Jack to make life easier. I cannot. That's too hard for me. Serious question. How good is Jack Flaherty from Good Life, Sean? You know, for after, after Flaherty turned the corner during between like the 2016, 2017 season down at the minors, you know, I'm not one to get overzealous about prospects, but with Flaherty, I was, and I really do believe that Jack Flaherty is the next in the long line if he stays healthy of Chris Carpenter and Alex Ray's long line, I say. But he seems like the poten- he seems like the kind of pitcher that has the potential to be a legendary Cardinals pitcher. Uh, do you see Fowler batting second season opener like he has during spring training? I right now I would not. I would not. Do I see it? Yes, I absolutely do. Uh, man, the sound Yarrow's wrist made. Ooh, yeah, that was rough, man. Uh, that was close. I thought my question broke Kyle for a minute. Most of them do. I'm basically a stuttering uh, idiot. Kyle, want to sing some more? I always want to sing. Tell me what to sing. Can we please get Kyle uh, get some Kyle 2024 shirts? I'll run for president. Kyle, are you going to spring training yet for my cousin Charlie? No, Charlie, I can't, buddy. Uh, I can't get away from work, and I can't get away from the dad situation. And uh, uh, if I'm going to spend money, i, I got to be smarter about how I'm spending my money. Matheny equals next Giants manager. Matheny equals next Royals manager when Ned Yost gets fired. Uh, good. Love Montero, one of my favorites. I uh, got to see him in Peoria when Reyes made his rehab start. Yeah, they're both incredible talents, both of those guys. Looked like Ozuna was still uh, flailing at sliders yesterday. I didn't get to see yesterday's game. Sorry about that. Uh, looks like Ozuna hasn't missed a plate yet. I love how big he is. I think you guys should love how big he is, too. Ozuna needs to shave his beard. Uh, shit's wild from Austin Stone. It's wild, and I love it. Uh, Saul Barrett at State College. He looks like a crafty righty with good deception. He also has more velocity than people realize. He throws the ball like 92 to 96. His stuff's nasty, too. Steel. Hey, to steal. So if, real fast, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to adopt some kids right now. Uh, the official, from here on out until they DM me and say, hey, look, I don't want any of my family affiliated with you. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna split time between, uh, the, the official babies, uh, infants, if you will, of Prospects After Dark belong to, uh, Steel, uh, his, his lovely offspring, and then Estio Cup of Joe, uh, his lovely offspring. So, to the babies of Prospects After Dark, uh, and their families, I raise my glass. Which sucks because this year's draft pitchers class is very okay. It doesn't seem like the high-level class that we had last year, uh, but you just never know. It seems to me like this is a lefty-heavy draft, man. I feel like everyone that people are asking me about ends up being left-handed. It, I'm interested to see how that goes. I think Molina and Benji will both coach for the cards at some capacity in 2021. I think that Yachty's still catching in 2021. Yeah, remember, he has this year, right? And then he has next year. And then that gets you 2020, and then he's going to get extended. So that gets you to at least 2021, and he's probably going to get another year after that, so that brings you to 2022. Idea, Dex and right field versus right-handed pitchers. O'Neal and right field versus left, considering Dex is better batting lefty. I think that what's going to hamper all of these Tyler O'Neal as uh, a platoon split is that the Cardinals will try to find at-bats for Jose Martinez. Look, the outfield situation, is it's messed up. It really is. It's going to be tough to find at-bats for all these players. And I'd be willing to bet that the Cardinals go with Jose Martinez. Well, I think entering this spring, it would have been smart to expect the Cardinals to go with Jose Martinez first over Tyler O'Neill. But I would like to hope that Tyler O'Neill is starting to make a case that he deserves every at-bat that he can get during the season. So, uh, Kareem Clip says we need O'Neill in our lineup. 
Right now, it definitely seems that way. Let's see how it goes for the next couple weeks. Remember, we're only two weeks into spring training, uh, games at least. Let's see how it looks after one week from today. Uh, after one week from today. But I agree, I want him in the lineup because I love the guy. What number in the draft do the cards have? They have 19th. Uh, does anyone know yet? How, uh, have you played in the show? Yeah, Kyle, I have not. Spend money wisely on booze. That's right, real RW. Uh, freaking Wi-Fi. Stupid Wi-Fi, Victoria. Remember when Alcides Escobar had a two a .293 OBP and Ned Yost hit him leadoff? And they won a World Series that way. Well, they went to a World Series that way. Baseball's weird. Is Tyler Webb good enough to be the 2019 John Brebbia? Uh, yes, Jaden accepts. That's awesome. I love it. I love it, uh, STL Cup of Joe. Uh, look, I don't know. I would think that Tyler Webb is up and down. I think that he's like the lefty option. Uh, again, you guys know where I stand on this. I want Genesis Cabrera to be a starter for as long as they possibly can. Uh, I would think Webb goes up and down. Uh, but, you know, I don't be surprised if somehow that ends up being Helsley or Gomber or Dakota Hudson. Uh, there are plenty of options right now. Uh, pitchers with options, too. My concern is that that's going to end up being John Brebbia because he still has an option year, and I really hope it isn't because, man, you'd be hard-pressed in this bullpen to find a guy who's more valuable th than him that isn't named Jordan Hicks or Andrew Miller. Uh, so hopefully the Cardinals don't try to get stupid cute with their stupid option years and keep one of their best pitchers down. Uh, Tegan raises her bottle to you, Uncle Kyle. Yeah, so steal. Uh, we got Te to Tegan... And Jaden, uh, my, my, my niece and nephew now. My de facto niece and nephews. Uh, <laughs> Jaden would totally wear a three to six month pad onesie. So would I, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'd probably need one bigger than a three to six month onesie. And definitely cards gifts needs to get on it. John Greco says, hopefully Kisner is a starting catcher in 2020. You guys know I love Andrew Kisner. I love his bat. I think his bat could hold its own at the major league level. Uh, I think he's still making strides at catcher. I still think he needs work to do. Uh, and I do believe that he'll do that work. I do believe that he will reach his ceiling and be a serviceable major league catcher. But there's still a lot of work to be done there. And, I, you know, I, I'm terrible at evaluating catchers. I'm a lefty. Uh, I have no understanding really compared to a lot of really smart people about what a catcher needs to do. I just try to look and look for catchers who move as little as possible unless they're trying to break uh, block a pitch in the dirt. Uh, that, like, that's, that's what I'm looking for. And Kisner's kind of active. He has kind of an active lower body. Uh, he stabs at the ball sometimes when he's trying to frame. Uh, there's certain things that he needs to work on, but if he works on it, he gets better at it, then yeah, I hope he's starting. But don't anticipate that, especially if Yadier Molina is healthy for the next two seasons and is catching 125 to 130 games. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. What's your opinion on Ramon Urias taking over at second next year? You know, again, uh, I like Ramon Urias a lot. Remember, his stats are kind of skewed because of how much time he's had at the Mexican League and professional leagues, and he's really exciting and really good, and as I mentioned in my write-up, he's a very, very good defensive second baseman, uh, but I'm still on Colton Wong. I can't, for the life of me, understand why everybody is still so ready to move on from Colton Wong. Uh, again, I understand that he had an up-and-down year and he dealt with health, uh, but after May 1st, he was a very, very productive hitter in the lineup, uh, and 
honestly, like, that's where my mind is. The Cardinals are a better team when Colton Wong's playing well enough to warrant that second everyday second baseman job. Uh, after that, like, I don't have much of a feeling. You know, I, I, would, I would want the Cardinals to go into a season uh, with an open competition. And in my mind, the best second baseman on the team would probably be Tommy Edmond. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, I, I could be wrong about that. You know, I, I think ideally the Cardinals would want Urias or Robinson or Munoz to, to fill that role. But, uh, you know, there's always a chance that uh, one of these. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Kisner has only been catching for a few years from the Snorting Bull. The Snorting Bull is our resident uh, uh, NC State expert. I, I, you know I know that Snorting Bull. Uh, but. Here's my issue with Kisner. And again, I'm not trying to bash on the kid because you guys know he's one of my favorite prospects. When he got through the Arizona Fall League last year, he looked like he had turned the corner. And then he took steps back defensively last year. You cannot argue it. His arm got slower. Uh, his arm strength is above average, but it just wasn't impressive. He had a bunch of bases stolen on him. He was more swipey than he was blocky. Uh he took a step back last year. You can't argue that. So that's where my apprehension is. That could happen, and it could be, and it could be the downfall. Uh, but yes, he, he it was only his third year catching professionally. Uh, sophomore year, junior year, first year in the organization. So it was his fourth year catching in the organization last year. Uh, he's still learning, but I mean, at some point, five years. You know what I mean? Like we were having this conversation about Carson Kelly. Uh, we should probably have a conversation about Andrew Kisner. Do you see anyone uh, piggybacking someone with Reyes? I would love that. I would like the Cardinals to get uh, 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 creative with that starting pitching, that fifth spot. Again, pardon me. I love that piggyback with Gant and Reyes. If they're both ready to go, put them both on the 25-man the roster and piggyback them. Get interesting as you expand Reyes' innings. Uh, again, it seemed like from KMOX and from what Brendan uh, Schaefer wrote, for uh, uh, KMOV, there's a 110 to 120 inning cap. I don't know, or, like ideal area. So whatever it takes to get him to that and ready for the playoffs at the same time, I don't care what it takes. I just don't know if the Cardinals are uh, uh, aggressive enough for something like that. Uh, do the Cards have a 20-game winner this year? I'll say no. Uh, who do you think starts the season as the fifth starter from Cards Rep 7? Again, I'll say right now it's John Gant. And hopefully the Cardinals are smart enough and aggressive enough to do something creative enough to get Alex Reyes in there as often as possible. Would you be down signing uh, Rendon in 2020 even though it displaces Carp? I want to see how Carp's 2019 looks. Like, I have a belief that Carp is going to have a great 2019 season. They're going to pick up his option. He's going to be worth picking up that option. But what if Matt Carpenter's terrible next year? What if he hits 180? What if he puts up the Dexter Fowler-like year? They're not going to pick up that option. And at that point, I would be about going and getting uh, uh, Rendon. Also, what happens with Paul Goldschmidt? Look, I, I'm a believer that Matt Carpenter's best position is at first. Uh, so if you're asking me between Rendon and Goldschmidt to move Carpenter back to first, you know, it's honestly a toss-up because of age. And I know that that's a crappy answer. I, I want to see what kind of year they both have. You know, I, I'm tempted to say Gold, stick with Goldschmidt and don't go Rendon. Uh, but let's get through 2019 before we get there. Look, if the, I want the Cardinals to get better, and if that means per, uh, pursuing Rendon, then I'm all about it. I don't care. Just get better and get aggressive with some of these free agents. God, I'm so bored of free agency. Uh, what are your thoughts on Giovanni Gallegos? Uh, we uh, so we let up a home run against to Dominic Smith today. That's a left-handed home run that doesn't happen very often. He's really good against lefties. Struggles against righties. Doesn't have a lot of velocity. Serves the ball up the middle of the plate, but strikes out. 
enough people to stay interesting. Uh, it, it, he's really interesting, isn't he? Uh, I view him as a great depth option, but not one of the players you'd want to break camp with. Uh, we've been pretty, pretty steady about saying that about Giovanni Gallegos. Like, he could be a very interesting option, but he's not exactly the option you'd want to roll with. Uh, Orioles are going to have a tough choice between Rushman and Vaughn, uh, from, from Ethan Hardy. Look, I, I can I love Adley Rushman. Uh, however you pronounce his last name, but it's Andrew Vaughn for me, and I can't imagine how anyone would go in any other direction. Watching that kid, I watch a bunch of his games, not games, but like in-game highlights of him. That kid's on a different level. He's got to be one. Uh, he's, he's uh, and, uh, and nearly any other draft, like last year, I would have gone Adley first. Uh, easy, I would have gone Adley first, before Mize, before Bart. Uh, but, man, I just think Andrew Vaughn's on a different level. Uh, let's see. Reyes Ponce sounds like a good combo. It also sounds like a good 2020 campaign. I'd vote for me too. Can Kisner hit the deuce? Uh, worried about having two, three bats, seeing nothing but off speed from J. Frank, uh, the tank five. Yeah, look, uh, so the one thing that separates Andrew Kisner from a lot of like the potential middle of the order bats in the Cardinals organization is that he can hit breaking pitches with two strikes. He shortens a swing and just pokes pitches to the opposite field right into the gap. Uh, he has a professional approach. It'd just be nice to see him incorporate a little power into that professional approach. Uh, where does Malcolm Nunez, John Torres start the year? My hope is that both of those guys... Now, Nunez becomes interesting uh, because of what could happen at Peoria. Where maybe, just maybe, you have Nunez and Gorman at Peoria. And then you've got a question about DH and first base and third base and what you can do with those guys. Where Baker goes, blah, 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 all that stuff. Uh, depending on where Baker starts. I think more than likely John Torres starts the year in Peoria, and I think more than likely Malcolm Nunez just stays at extended spring training uh, while they wait for things to, to work out. Remember, Malcolm Nunez has only been in the States now. He's only had his visa issue worked out for a couple months. He's, uh, he's still acclimating to the States, and I think it would do him well to acclimate at Palm Beach at the home box office at Roger Dean Stadium. Uh, what do you say for Graham's poll of over over under 89.5 wins for the Cardinals? I say push. I say they win 89 games and tie one, Charlie. Suck it. Uh, I'm actually excited to see what Carp can do at third. We saw him dive and throw today, and that arm is still weak as shit, but it's still way stronger than it was last year. That's exciting. Uh, nice to see him make a diving play, too. I know people say that Paul Goldschmidt's going to save a bunch of his throws. That seems crazy to me. He might save a couple of them, but it's whatever. Uh, Charlie, to answer your question, over. I'll say over 89.5. Would you go with Rendon? Uh, when you've got Nolan Gorman looming in the next two to three years. Yeah, because you know what? A lot of shit can change in two and three years. And Gorman can undergo a position change. Or Rendon can undergo a position change. Look, what you have coming in the system should not limit you from making your team better in the long run. I uh, I think that we get caught up in that. Like, I don't care. Adjust Nolan Gorman if Rendon is your guy. Don't say, oh, for two or three years, we're going to sit out. We're going to miss on a, an elite athlete, you know, Gorman or uh, uh, Rendon or Arenado, whoever it would have been if Arenado wouldn't have signed. But don't say you're going to miss out on a, an elite athlete because of a player that might come up and do what you hope that they do. Remember, when you're talking about a perennial all-star, uh, the chances of any of these kids meeting that level, even someone as talented as Nolan Gorman, are small. Uh, maybe not as exciting, but they're small because baseball is a tough sport that we don't give it enough credit for being as tough as it is. Uh, Jeff Niehaus asks, did we talk about Ponce de Leon? What happened out there? Uh, I didn't see Ponce de Leon today. Uh, I, again, I was working, clearing the roads, all that stuff. Uh, but it seemed like the other day he just struggled with, uh, with command control, and I guess that's what happened again today. I don't know. 
Uh, C Dows D A U E S asks, "What is Nolan Gorman's best MLB comparison?" Uh, you know, making an MLB comparison for an 18-year-old that's had two months of baseball at, a, at the at the minor league level is tough. You know, to me, his swing looks more like Kyle Seeger's than it does Corey Seeger's or Cody Bellinger's. Uh, I, you know, to me, like his ceiling is Kyle Seeger. Uh, but I'm a conservative ceiling. Like, I'm always conservative with the ceiling because I think we overvalue what a person's ceiling is. Like, what's his most likely outcome? I don't know. You know, he's, he's a good hitter with a bunch of power and a big hole in his swing that has a bunch of questions at third base. Like, I want to see him over a full season before I start comparing him to an MLB hitter. And I think that when you see on MLB.com or MLB Network during draft night when they're comparing uh, Joey Bart to fucking Johnny Bench or... Uh, Michael Waka to Nolan Ryan, like, that doesn't do anyone any good, any good. All it does is make them sound smart and they sound like assholes. They're misleading a fan bases. Like, that drives me nuts. Uh, I don't have an MLB comparison for an 18-year-old that hasn't made it past Peoria and hasn't played in a full season. His swing reminds me a lot of Kyle Seeger's. It's a little bit like Corey Seeger's. It's a little bit like Cody Bellinger's. Keeps his hands a little bit lower. Uh... Let's wait and see what we got. Zips loves Gallego. Uh, Gallegos, rather. So does Ben Cerruti's projections. That's because he was really good in the minors, and they don't take into account what he throws. Tommy Edmond, MLB debut uh, in 19 before September. I'll say not before, but after. Did we talk about Ponce? Yeah. Thoughts on uh, Meisner, Mizzou product. Duh. I'm going to stay out of that one for now. I don't have formulated thoughts on him. Uh, people are scared of maxed out RR first baseman. Gonna head to bed. Night, Kyle. Good night, Rebby. Uh, couldn't watch Miller a few days ago. Solly lost the game. How did he really look? Uh, if you were following on Twitter, then you would think that Andrew Miller looked as bad as any pitcher has ever looked in the history of baseball. I didn't get to watch it. I was at a little league meeting, uh, so so I missed it. But uh, you know, it was his first appearance in spring training. Calm the fuck down, people. Uh, still like Rendon long-term with Gorman. I hope we address that. Uh, Montero and AAA by end of the year from Cards Rep 7. I think it could very well happen. Uh, we'll see. Can we see the bobblehead again? I'll drink to it from James Goes Boom. Absolutely. Look at this thing. So actually, we got the purple on purple. But this is the bobblehead my cousin Charlie made for me. And in the honor of my cousin Charlie, we'll raise the, uh, the long branch from Wild Turkey. And then... I know that's thrilling television if you're listening on the podcast. Jesus Christ, I'm not even good at entertaining. Uh, let's see. We're, in a, we're a fucking world of entertainers. We stay plastered to social media where we entertain each other to bed. And I can't even entertain right. Uh, can we see the bubblehead? We did. Alex Mejia is my ride or die forever from Jay Duda. I wrote a great article about Alex Mejia when he made his major league debut for the Redbird Daily. I was really, really proud of myself for that. Uh, just referred to extended spring training games as Extendo. I like that, Patrick B. I like that a lot. Uh, gonna head out. Night, everyone. Good night, Kyle. Good night, Jack, and a bunch of numbers. Uh, no one is talking about DeYoung. How has he looked so far? He doesn't really seem like he's played a lot. Remember, again, so one of the reasons... Let me rephrase this. Let's take the example that a lot of the kids are playing uh, early on in spring training as the reason why we don't invest anything into what's going on this early in spring training, success or failure. 
There's a lot of teams that aren't playing anyone, and the guys that they're playing are working on rehab assignments and getting at bats and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I believe DeYoung's made a couple of very good plays at shortstop. I don't know what his bat looks like. I don't care at all. Uh, we're going to find out here in the next week or so. But you're right. But Goff, Goff underscore 78, you bring up a good point. No one's talking about him, and I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't feel like anyone's talking about Colin Wong either other than who's going to replace him at second base. Uh, let's see. Uh, it bothers the shit out of me when people bring up how big of an impact Goldie's defense will be. Yeah, it's first base defense. You know, it's funny to me because the same people who say that Goldie's defense is going to be a big deal are, seem to be the same people who say that anyone can play first base. Oh, just put Matt Holiday at first base. Just put Jose Martinez at first base. Like, it's either first base defense is tough and valuable or anybody can play it. Uh, I don't know. I do think he makes up a couple scoops. Uh, we saw a ball get by him at first base because, you know what, he's not a wall over there. Uh, but that's just, it's first base defense, you know? Ooh, Braden Brown asked, happy with the Michaelis extension. Yeah, I loved it. Look, it seems heavy, 17 mil or whatever it is. Uh, it seems like a lot of money, but honestly, it's not that much money. It's four years. It, I mean, I, I would have liked for it to have been three, but you know what? Four, it'll be fine. He seems to throw with an easy motion. I, I don't know enough about kinetic energy to be able to understand. Uh, it's, see, his timing seems fine to me, but I'm not well-versed in timing, so I'm going to stay out of that conversation. Uh, I'm fine with it. And it, it helps lock up uh, a steady pitcher uh, for a little bit of time. Uh, it bothered me, blah, blah, blah. Ponce looks fine. He just ran out of gas. He ran out of AAS. Uh, would you have been okay with the cards giving Harper the same money? Oh, fuck yeah, I would have, Josh. Look, 25 mil over 13, per year for 13 years is nothing. And think about what that contract's going to look. And even if he doesn't produce for those last six years at $25 million, I would be willing to bet that he's not one of the 25 highest paid pay players in seven years making 25 annually uh, per year. I'd be willing to bet. And you know what? The DH is coming in a couple years. So, yeah, I would have been fine with it. And I think people overreacted the number of years. Like, $25 million in 13 years is going to be nothing. Albert Poulos is going to make 28 this year. In two years, he's going to make $30 million. Uh, in, in two years, Albert Poulos, at 75 years old, is going to be making $30 million, while Bryce Harper, in his prime years, is going to be making 25. Uh I'm fine with it, and I think people are overreacting to it. Now, it's a lot of money. It's a heavy investment. I just think it's a good move for both teams, and I think any team would have inspired to make the move. Cards Farm System rankings will jump next season with Gorman, Montero, Torres, and Nunez. And they, like this is why you don't invest heavy into farm system rankings, because they're bullshit. Those guys are in the organization right now. Why aren't they getting the credit? Well, they haven't produced yet, and I get that, but it's because no one has a goddamn idea what's going on outside of the top... 100, 150, potentially 200 prospect in baseball. And all of those guys are known known guys. Like, they're the names that you hear on television and in every scouting. So, of course, MLB Pipeline's going to go with those players. They don't know anyone else. Not to hit on Jonathan Mayo or Jim Callis or anything like that. But they're just going off of, like, what the name guys are. So that's how they make their rankings, and that's why you don't invest into it, because it's bullshit anyways. The Cardinals are a good farm system. The farm system looks like it's going to be able to contribute to the Major League team for years, and that's what you take from it. Kyle Seeger has some good seasons, even if it was a tar, even if it was as a tar heel from the snorting ball, our NC State to uh, the NC State, uh, North Carolina State University. Jacob, uh, Jacob five six, we'll call him. Does Gomber start in AAA uh, because of the abundance of lefties in the bullpen and the starters? I will say yes. Better for kids' development. Lots of innings in double uh, in AAA or Yachty's tutelage in a hundred innings. 
Uh, Andrew Kisner has to become a better catcher. And, you know, it's funny, like, so I will, what I'll tell you is AAA. It's AAA for me. And uh, it's just as simple. Remember when we were having this conversation about Carson Kelly? What happened? The Cardinals went to Carson Kelly and he sat on the bench. He he had fewer at-bats than he had games, like, games or days of service in the, the major leagues. It was terrible. And he didn't become a better catcher just by working on the same roster as Yachty. Uh, he needed the reps. Get him the reps. The whole Yachty as a tutor thing, like, how many different backup catchers can he have? And granted, those are usually veterans, but how many different backup catchers can he have that he doesn't make better defensively? Before we start, like, we kill that narrative. It's just a narrative. You know, Yachty's Yachty because he's fucking Yachty. Uh, he can't turn Andrew Kisner into Yachty. Sure, he might be able to help Kisner reach his potential, but there's only so much potential there because no one is ever is going to be as good as Yachty was uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals. So I think we get, we get caught up in that. Like, give me the reps, let him get better uh, via those reps, and then when it's time, let him take over for Yachty in whatever capacity if the timing works out. Who's thicker, Baker or Vladdy Jr.? Vladdy Jr.'s thicker by a mile. Uh, Baker's big, man. Baker's a monster. But uh, thicker is definitely Vladdy Jr. Uh, for just 2019, would you rather have uh, Fam Fowler or Bader O'Neill? <sighs> I'll say Fam Fowler, but I haven't thought about it. That's a great question, SEO Cards fan Kyle. That's a great question. For just 2019, blah, 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 can I play on your Little League team forever cards? Yeah, Todd, come on down. Uh, Miller's Vila was good, sat 91 to 93. Thank you, Mr. Hicks. Uh, from Big Old Buck. Oh, God, that's a great nickname. Uh, O'Neill looks like he has changed his approach some, trying to make more contact over under 30 home runs. Uh, what I'll say is I don't know if it's going to be over under 30 home runs. I don't know if he's, if he's going to get enough at-bats for that. But if he gets enough at-bats, if he gets 450 at-bats, then I'll say over. Uh, I just don't know if he'll get them. Uh, where is Alex Mejia? He's still in the Cardinals minor league organization. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, my God. He signed somewhere else, and I can't think of where he signed. Oh, I can't think of where he signed. Oh, God. Like the Rangers or something like that. Hey, Randall Rhodes, better late than never. Hey, what's up, Randall? Who's a minor league prospect you're most excited about? Well, you know, honestly, like Malcolm Nunez and John Torres, I'm really excited about them. I'm anxious to see what Angel Rondon and Johan Oviedo do uh, at Palm Beach. Uh, I'm excited about a healthy season of Luke and Baker and what that looks like at the upper levels. I cannot wait to see what my boy Ryan Helsley and Henesis Cabrera look like, how quickly they can help the major league team. Uh... I'm anxious to see what it looks like when Steve Gindry is ready to grow to go. I'm anxious to see what Terry Fuller can do if he's playing at the you know playing at a, a if he's healthy and playing at a club. Uh, um, I, you know, there's so much. Kevin Woodall from the right side, uh, man, like Leandro Cedeno, who is another first base option. I would think would be at Peoria this coming year. What he can do with his his raw power. There's a lot of really great storylines at the minor leagues, and hopefully, I'll be able to address them in an article format before the season starts. Uh, Gorman is in Peoria this year. Yeah, I would hedge that direction, but anything could happen. Uh, the Cardinals could get super clever. Brayden Brown says, Helsley has looked electric. Yeah, I love, uh, you guys know I love Ryan Helsley. I've been talking about him for four years, and it's nice to see that. Uh, my goodness, I'm at church. Yeah, you are, baby. Uh, MFK, Vladdy Jr., Tatis Jr., or Eloy? Man, you know, uh, again, I usually tend to marry the one. That's uh, uh, a little tubby, so we'll go Vladdy Jr. there. And then I'd bang that Eloy, and I'd have to murder, murder Tatis Jr. Sorry about that. Uh, there will come a day where Yachty doesn't take the field, and it'll be a very sad day. Yeah, it's called the apocalypse. 
Uh, sorry, Victoria. Uh, Ozuna resigns. If not, who? The O underscore M-O. I don't think Ozuna resigns, and I would think that more than likely, if Dexter Fowler has a rebound year, then you're talking about an outfield next year of O'Neal, Bader, and Fowler. Or if Bader falls apart, then O'Neal, Thomas, and... Fowler, uh, I think that there are too many moving parts right now to commit one way or the other, but I think that the Cardinals would look uh, for the internal option. Talk about Evan Kuczynski. He pitched early in camp but hasn't seen him in a while. Uh, so we are today, we are a little over a week, about nine days away from my Evan Kuczynski write-up. Uh, look, he incorporated a slider at the second half of the year. He throws a changeup, a curveball, and a fastball. His fastball is 92, but it has good uh, 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 glove side run on it. He's a very, very interesting guy who doesn't do a lot of great stuff. He spikes his curveball a little too much sometimes. He he gets excited in the first inning, uh, but that's a pitcher who has the potential to be a back end of the starting, the back end of the rotation pitcher, and uh, if not more than that in the long run. I I think that we could be talking about a guy uh, right along the lines of Austin Gomber, but with better control of his entire stuff, but maybe not with an electric breaking pitch the way that Gomber has with that curve. Uh. Big Old Buck is my Twitch streaming name, LOL, stream MLB The Show. Cool. Welcome to our little family here, Big Old Buck. This is Prospects After Dark, and we're, uh, we feel uh, privileged to have you here. Favorite Cardinals logo. Uh, look, I don't have a favorite Cardinals logo. What I, uh, my favorite Cardinals anything are the navy blue hats with the red STL. I love that. That's just the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, sorry if that's not good enough. I'm predicting cards qualifying all for Waka and Ozuna. I think Ozuna gets the QO. I don't think Waka does. I think they'll be afraid of him accepting it. You're talking an awful lot about Peoria. I'm going to have to venture up there a few times this year from Jake uh, Dellert. I agree. I'll be up there hopefully a bunch too. Uh, I, I have reason to go to the middle part of Illinois anyways, and hopefully we can turn that into a fun little trip. Uh, I'm predicting Cardinals qual blah, blah, blah. FMK, Okendo, Schilt, and TLR. Look, Mike Schilt is a wife. He's an absolute wife. Uh, you, you put a ring on that a couple days in. Uh, Okendo or TLR, I guess... I got to bang TLR. Look, we've said it a bunch in the, F the uh, MFKs. Sometimes you get a, a threesome there where they make the decision for you. And look, if TLR is involved in it, he's going to tell you what he wants out of you. You won't get to make that decision. Uh, I live in Peoria, so I'm excited from uh, Breeden Bryce. Bryce Breeden. Hey, welcome. Hey, Eric Thomas is here. To our good friend Eric Thomas, we raise our glass. When does Lars Nupar make the majors? Just so I can get that jersey. Well, you know, I like Lars Nupar a lot. But our boy's got a lot of room to grow before he's there. Uh, I'm anxious to see what the Cardinals do with him. You know, he could be a Peoria candidate. Uh, more than likely, he'd be a state college candidate. Although he was at state college. So maybe they push him to Peoria as a result. I'm anxious to find out. Uh, you know, it gets me thinking about the other outfielders in the organization with Nick Plummer and uh, 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 Bryce Denton going to Palm Beach. Uh, Bryce Denton was there at the end of the year. Uh, how it all shakes out. But I would think that Mr. Lars Nupar, with the best name in the organization, one of the better names in the organization, uh, got a lot of work to do. Did pre-injury Steve Gendry have pre-injury Steve Gendry? Todd's trying to fuck me up. I know it. Have two to three man potential. Uh, not saying he doesn't now. Oh, man, the Gendry one is such a loaded question for me, and I've done so well sidestepping it up until now. Look, I love Gendry's slider. I love his changeup. Uh, one of the best in the draft. Anyone with an opinion will tell you that. Uh, I think his fastball can be... <laughs> Carly, <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Carly, for the screenshot. Um, I think his, his fastball can be good. 
but I don't view him as that. Like, to me, he's right along the lines of Austin Gomber and Evan Kraczynski. Uh, he's got a little bit more deception. He's a little bit fiery. Like, Kraczynski's fiery, too, in a sneaky way. Gendry's fiery. I'm anxious, and that's part of the reason why I've held off from putting him on the Dirty 35 coming back from Tommy John surgery. Look, there's a lot of uncertainty there, and it's not necessarily a player that I was super in love with from the get-go. Uh, I'm anxious to see how it goes. Right now, I hold off judgment. I will say that entering the draft, I thought I saw his ceiling as like a three uh, with the more likely outcome of like a four or five. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see, though. Uh, boy, you guys are killing it, man. Mejia signed with the team in the Mexican League for this season. Good for him. I hope he's making a bunch of money. FMK, Mo, Gersh, and DeWitt. Uh, I killed DeWitt. Uh, I banged the shit out of that Gersh, and me and Mo finna get married. Uh, and by the way, look at it like in the hierarchy, right? Uh, Mo's like the overpowering uh, matriarchal figure. And Gersh is your side piece. It's really cute and kind of looks like the Night's King from Game of Thrones. Is it possible the qualifying offer goes down in value this year? No. No, it won't go down because as long as players are making more annually, then it just goes to the 25, like averages out the 25 highest AAVs. Uh, so I would imagine that uh, uh, with Scherzer's AAV going up, uh, with Machado's AAV being high, with... 25 mil for Harper, uh, that'll help. But now, how much will it go up? It might not go up that much at all. I'm in the middle of Illinois, and it's so no further than going to St. Louis. And so it's no further than going to St. Louis. There we go. Kyle, you see the price of the one-bedroom apartment at Ballpark Village? So let me tell you, Austin Stone, I did. Uh, uh, I did. I was looking at, I wanted to see, it's like $1,100 for that shitty little apartment, but then like the penthouses are like four grand a month. And I, I'm telling you, I'm selling every organ that I have to make that happen. I want to move there so bad. Uh, I can't see the day when that glass is being raised for the Costa Rican Cardinals pad fan. Oh, well, but, you know, so, uh, again, I let me go to my little DMs here, because I want to make sure I don't fuck this up. Uh, from uh, Again, I hope I'm not mispronouncing it, and I, I really, really want you to know that I, I don't mean it uh, anyway. But to our friend from Costa Rica, who slid into my DMs earlier this week, uh, Ch Chicho, or... Again, I, Mr. Macis or Mesis, Chicho Mesis, I'm just going to say, to you, our friends in Costa Rica, uh, we raise our glass. I love it. I love my Pat family. Uh, Plumber is rule five after this year, but is super safe from being drafted. Yeah, I would agree. Unless he, unless he has a year all of a sudden like Oscar Mercado had last year, where all of a sudden he's playing a great center field uh, and hitting... 280 somehow with a high on-base percentage, and we know he's capable of the on-base percentage. Uh, anything could happen at that point. Uh, Pad only technically ends after Kyle blacks out. That's true. A healthy Waka and Oz oh, a healthy Waka and Ozuna puts this team in the playoffs. To me, I don't even think they need that. I think if they have Waka like they had last year with the pitching depth, and they have Ozuna like they had last year with the pitching depth, uh, for me, it's just a healthy Paul DeYoung. Uh, Colton Wong producing like he did from the beginning of the year until the end of the year instead of from like May to the end of the year like he did last year and uh, can, and Alex Reyes. And Carlos Martinez getting healthy as soon as possible. Uh, how has Luke Weaver pitched for Arizona? I, I've been meaning to look to see how Weaver's been doing for Arizona Arizona, and how uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Carson Kelly and Andy Young are doing as well and I just haven't had time. Forever Card says, hypothetically, Kimbrel is willing to take three years, 55 mil. Would you do it? Fuck yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. The Cardinals won't though. 
Uh, Gersh's hair reminds me of Timberlake circa 20, 2004. That's a great call, Josh. Uh, hi, blah, blah, blah. I'm near Springfield. Who do you think could start there this year from Peterson? Jared, Jared Peterson, uh, our new friend, Jared Peterson. We appreciate you being involved here and helping spread the word of prospects after dark. You know, I, I don't know about who's going to start there. Uh, I think more than likely Kaczynski and Miesner start there. They ended there last year. Uh, I'm anxious to see what Jeremy Martinez starts at. He could start there. Uh, Jose Godoy, uh, McCarville, Ryan McCarville, uh, they're probably going to be there. I don't know what's going to happen with John Nagowski. They've got a clusterfuck of first baseman and outfielders ahead of him at AAA. Uh, I don't know what happens there. Uh, you know, I, I believe uh, th- there's going to be some interesting options there. There's going to be some interesting options. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals are aggressive with Griffin Roberts and he finds his way there by the end of the year. Uh, a really interesting group of players headed that headed that way. You know, I... Uh, th- that's all I'm going to be able to... Dennis Ortega might find his way there. There's going to be some guys. It's going to be a good a good team at Springfield. And I love Springfield. That's one of my favorite places to go visit. I love Hammonds Field. Uh, let's see. Mr. M- my, Mr. Macis, I love that. Uh, unpopular opinion, will Robinson and Schrock challenge Wong? From Eric Thomas, I don't think Robinson and Schrock will. Uh, again, I, I'm not one to... Subscribe this early into what I've seen out of Max Schrock. I saw him taking a bat today that reminded me of everything that he did last year. Weak contact to second base. Uh, he's gotten off to a good start, and I'm not trying to bash on the kid because I really, really like the kid. Uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see how that all turns out. Uh, this year, I don't think so. I think more than likely, you're talking about Urias or uh, Yairo Munoz in that role. Drew Robinson might. Uh, but again, I'm not one to give up on Colton Wong. I think Colton Wong's in for a good year this year. Arizona, I know, Victoria, I'm an idiot. Uh, could you imagine the pad party after the Cards win the 2019 World Series? That'd be incredible. John Snow equals Wong. Ooh, uh, oh, so a moderator channel or muted something. Uh, John Sh- John Snow equals Colton Wong. John Snow equals Colton Wong. Yeah, you know I I agree with that. I'm trying to I was trying to think of a player who's kind of pouty and broody, and that is kind of Colton Wong. That is kind of Colton Wong. I like that. Wong banks his aunt, don't we all? Hello, friends, but mostly hello to Kyle and guests. Hello, Keeperdine Roach. To you, I raise my pad, my, my pad mug. Uh, Quinn says Carlson question mark. Now, what we're seeing, at Dylan, what we're seeing of uh, <laughs> of Dylan Carlson in uh, in spring training is some of the concerns that I have about him that stop me from ranking him higher than tenth on the Dirty Thirty Five, and that's he ends up topping balls and putting them on the ground a lot. Uh, and then sometimes he gets underneath the ball and just jets them right up. Again, I love Dylan Carlson. We've seen how good his arm can be. We see how good he can be in a corner. He's diving around, throwing the ball, looks strong, looks good. But there's a, a, a ball-driving question that comes with Dylan Carlson. Uh, I've been really impressed with him. He hasn't done anything super impressive, but I've just been impressed with how well he handles himself. Look, the one thing about Dylan Carlson is he's a great kid, a smart kid, who, again, has dealt with a lot of shit that you and I don't even really know about. Uh, An amazing young man, a smart young man, a driven young man. And those superlatives are what's going to allow him to reach his potential. And his potential is as an everyday starter in a corner corner outfield. But remember... Because of how aggressive the Cardinals have been with them, it's going to take them a little time to get to that point. Uh, do you think Fox Sports Midwest is endorsing Martinez to the pen? They have mentioned it multiple times. I think that uh, during the – again, I love the Fox Sports Midwest broadcast. But I think, honestly, like, 
it's spring training and they're just trying to keep people interested and talk about what they think people are talking about at the water cooler. I, I really do. Uh, at least I hope that's the case. I think that a lot of times Danny Mac gets a lot of information. Uh, it seemed like for a long time last year when Mike Matheny looked like he was headed out, he kept talking about Mr. Schilt. Uh, it seemed like he knew that something was coming and was trying to steer the conversation that way. Maybe he's doing that with Carlos Martinez. I don't know. Uh, I hope that's not the case. And also, remember, the issue with Carlos Martinez is his ability to recover after throwing. Putting him in the bullpen isn't the best thing for him, so hopefully not. Uh, so excited to see Reyes this year. Yeah, Tuesday Tuesday is going to be must-see TV. I don't even know if the game's... It's on television, right? It's on the MLB Network, right? Uh, tune in. If, if the Cardinals' television game is televised on Tuesday, you're going to get to see Alex Reyes again. First time in three years in spring training. Uh, you probs talked about Jerko already, but I'm just curious what you, uh, what you may think. I think that Jed Jerko is going to play a very important utility role for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2018, or 2019 rather. Uh, I'm surprised that he hasn't played the outfield yet, and if he has, I just missed it. I know he played a little first base. Uh, look, I, my thought about the Cardinals roster in general is that they need to play the hot hand, and those hot hand needs to get those hot hands need to get as many at bats as possible. Uh, whether that's O'Neill or Jerko or Jose Martinez, remember Jerko has a way of streaking, uh, hitting a bunch of home runs and spurts. And if he's hitting home runs, then he needs to be in the lineup every day, whatever that means. I think a lot of the times, and I was thinking about this with Matt Weeters, right? What's the easiest way to get Yachty his games? It's to have Weeters come in in the seventh inning and pinch run for Yachty and then take over a game. Kind of the same thing with Jerko, right? What's the easiest way to get Jerko a bunch of games and Carpenter his allotted amount of games? Well, pull Carpenter after he gets a double in the seventh inning and let Jerko be the defensive replacement. Uh, I think the Cardinals could trade him. I would think that he would have a market. We'll have to wait a couple weeks and see how that all turns out. Uh, but I, look, I view Jed Jerko as a very, very resort, like a very, very rich resource for the Cardinals to have, especially with my concerns about the defense at third base. Burley says, if only Griffin Roberts actually made the bigs, he wouldn't have been suspended. Yeah, fuck Major League Baseball for those bullshit rules. I'm not seeing all these questions. Uh, they come at you fast, Charlie. Sometimes I don't see them either. Hayden March, holy shit, Hayden, you haven't been in here in a while. I made it to the end. Let's go. What's up? What's up, Hayden? Uh, hey, bro, watch the don't we all bang our ants talk. Hey, look, Charlie, I'd let you bang my mom. I mean, she's your aunt, but I let you bang her. I mean, she'd probably let you bang her. I'm being, I'll be seeing some Springfield Cards games here in Arkansas in early April. Uh, Kiefer, I'd love to find my way down there and ha watch a game with you. It was a pleasure meeting you this past year. Uh, that was a really cool moment for me. And uh, at patios, that was really cool. You're a really cool dude, man. I love the shirt, Kyle. That's right. Uh, speaking of my cousin Charlie, it says Jurassic Kick Park. This is the kickball team that he started. Uh, and uh, I, I love, well, not started, but that he ended up captaining and then some shit. And then I don't really know because I don't pay attention to anyone because I don't really care. Uh, but I love you, Charlie. Jurassic Park. And I just signed up earlier this week for Jurassic Park. Mr. Hur or Mr. Hicks says, Scott Hurst looks tiny, but he's driven the ball this spring. There's a lot of pop in that bat, isn't there? It's all, it's all a product of that. Those quick hands that he has. Remember, in my write-up of him for the Dirty 35, he was my number 25 prospect, I said it reminds me a lot of John Jay. You know, John Jay had surprise pop, too, at the minor league level that didn't quite... It manifested his first year, but then he changed his approach so that he could stick in the major leagues longer. Uh, and that, that went from a little bit of pop and maybe some on-base percentage questions to high on-base and then 
pop questions. Uh, he has it in him. It took him three years in college to like let that pop manifest. This would be his third year in the organization, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see him go from hitting four home runs and 300 at-bats, uh, 300 plate appearances, to hitting 10 home runs and 500 plate appearances. He has that pop. And the thing that's really impressive about Scott Hurst is his ability to go to all fields. Uh, he has, as a left-handed swinger, he has left field pop. Uh, he just goes with the pitch, does whatever he can with it, and then moves on to uh, what's next. Uh, the Blue Jays are going to stink this year. Yeah, maybe. I hope not. I'd like to see a team like that uh, do well. Who do you think should be Danny Mac's partner in 2019? Uh, Thompson and Edmonds are great. Yeah, I like them a lot. Look, I don't mind McCarver every once in a while uh, for what he is. Uh, uh, I'm sure that there's plenty of other great options out there that would not be Horton or Ravosky. Uh, Tuesday, I'm going to be so hard. Yeah, me too. It's like a three-hour erection, th but three days instead. Gant Reyes piggybacking fist starter is inevitable to start season at this point, right? From Sean Ewing. Sean, I really hope so. I think that that's really good for the Cardinals. My concern, as we were saying earlier in, pros earlier in Prospects After Dark, is that I question the Cardinals' ability to be creative and follow that. Like, you know, I, I just don't think that they'll do it, uh, but that's what I would do for sure. Victoria asked, what time is Tuesday's game? Can somebody help Victoria out? I do not know. I only have one class at 12 on Tuesday, and I'm seriously consider skipping. That tells me that the Cardinals probably play at noon. Uh, Quinn, skip. Look, what's the class, Quinn? I'll tell you to skip or not. Uh, what happens with Wayno if he keeps pitching well? Then he stays in the rotation. Uh, Wayno will stay in the rotation as long as he can. If he pitches well throughout this entire year, they'll give him another one-year deal. This time, it probably won't be incentive-laden like this year's is. It'll probably be long-term. Or not long-term. It'll probably be like $10 million or CC Sabathia-esque. Uh, but he'll pitch until he feels like he can't pitch anymore or until he's so terrible that he doesn't have a choice to retire. Remember, if, if Wayno wouldn't have played shitty in September, if he would have pitched like he did uh, before he went on the DL and missed all that time in September, then we wouldn't be talking about Adam Wainwright at all. Uh, but since he pitched well in September, he got this incentive-laden contra contract, and then uh, the same thing could happen next year. You just never know. He'll pitch as long as he wants to pitch. I'm about the Toronto teams. Look, I like... Uh, I'm. Uh, Oh, Canada, we stand on God for thee. I'm all about that Canada lifestyle, brah. Uh, Jerko is going streaking. I like that. Uh, uh, through the quad into the gymnasium. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you ever drink any flavored whiskey from, uh, uh, from Jason Valling? You know, Jason, I do. I really don't like... Uh, my, my brother, Scott, doesn't really drink a lot, but he likes some of those flavored whiskeys. Let me tell you a little story about Kyle and whiskey. For my five-year high school anniversary, uh, which was a thousand years ago at this point, I decided that while we were playing rock band before we went to the, the uh, 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 five-year graduation thing, uh, five-year reunion, uh, I decided while playing, playing rock band and being the lead singer of our rock band that I was going to drink an entire bottle of uh, that wild turkey uh, uh, honey shit, and then also a bottle of Baron Jaeger. In about 45 minutes, I drank two bottles of hard booze. Uh, really killed Queen for, I mean, I killed fucking Queen. And then a wolf mother, uh, that woman, you got a woman. I killed it, and then I blacked out, and I woke up in some random person's, like, foyer on Hampton. And then I walked home, and it was incredible. Uh, so I don't, usually don't mess around with flavored whiskey to me and just a series of bad decisions throughout my entire life. 
I'm in Springfield. Hit me up and let's go to a game, everyone. I would love that. Look, we've talked about it in the past. I would like to do a Prospects After Dark where we go to Peoria and we have a Peoria get-together and a Memphis get-together and a Springfield get-together. I think that that would be incredible. I know that we don't have a lot of fans in the Palm Beach area, but I would love, again, uh, 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 Mr. Uh, Braden Brown, I would love to do a Palm Beach meetup too. I think that, that would be awesome. I wish I could have made it happen during the spring training. Maybe we do it next year. Uh, what about the Lucky Charms beer? You can only get Lucky Charms beer in Virginia. So I need somebody in Virginia. I need one of our Pad Virginian Virginians. I need one of our Pad Virginianas to send me that Lucky Charms. Uh, love you, Kyle. Woo, love you, Charlie. Uh, what's the name of your little league team? We are the Hawks. I didn't get to choose the team name. They did. Uh, the, that Harper contract is a bargain if you are not concerned about the length. I think it's even with the length, it's probably a bargain. Again, what will $25 million AAV look like in 13 years? I, I'm not going to say it'll look like chump change, but I doubt it'll have any type of like serious consequences, uh, for Philadelphia's success. Are Gallegos and Helsley the two biggest bullpen ads for the stretch run? I think, I think Helsley will be. I wouldn't say Gallegos. I'm not there with Gallegos. I've never been there with Gallegos. Part of the reason I kept him out of the dirty 35 uh, was because I'm not really bullish on him, but also because of some other things, you know, two different stints in the Yankees organization over two different years in the majors. For me, it's going to be Henesis Cabrera and Ryan Helsley. Uh, that, I'll just say that. You know, I, I think Seth Elledge might be an interesting add late in the year. I think Junior Fernandez. Now, one player that I'm, I've been very, very uh, – uh, I haven't said as much about as I should have. Uh, uh, Junior Fernandez, he could be an interesting add to. Uh, they still like Darian Gonzalez. I don't know if he's healthy or not, but there's plenty of of, of options out there. Uh, blah blah blah. What's up? Horton is trash. Use Reyes as an opener for a couple of months. I love it. We need more Jim Edmonds in the booth. I agree. Uh, I was thinking of Daryl Kyle today, and I'm curious if there's any cards player prospects that's a comp. No, you know so. I was still so young when Daryl Kyle died. Uh, I, I remember being tragic. I remember watching him. You know, when I think of Daryl Kyle, I always think about how that curveball. But one thing that Daryl Kyle could do was break down sidearm to throw that curveball. And until I watch a Cardinals prospect do that uh, and still get a swinging strikeout, no one will ever compare to Daryl Kyle. Daryl Kyle. I wish I would have been a little older uh, for for his tenure as a St. Louis Cardinal because uh, I don't really. Uh, appreciate it or understand it as strongly as I, I wish I did. Uh, so no, no, nothing like that. You know, I, they've got some pretty high end caliber starting pitchers, uh, but nothing like Daryl Kyle. Uh, Daryl Kyle was a top of the rotation all-star and that's hard to find. You know, I think that they have guys that can do it. I think that Dakota Hudson has a potential, but not like Daryl Kyle did. Daryl Kyle was special. Uh, you know, if you're going to talk about a pitcher with an interesting, like an, a, a well above average secondary offering that's a breaking pitch, then maybe Griffin Roberts would be the closest. His slider is the best pitch in the organization, bar none, hands down. By the way, I I finished my Griffin Roberts write-up. Again, we're still more than a week away from that. And that's that's my best write-up. You're going to love that. I had Cardinal Gifts read it. Uh, he was blown away by it. Uh, it's the best. It's the absolute best. It's the best thing I've ever written. Uh, I don't want to write any more after that. So uh, I'm gonna I'll spoil it for you. It's prospect number eleven. We're at number eighteen tomorrow. Uh, you're gonna want to read that. You're gonna want to watch that because it's beautiful. Uh, if Muppets were still a thing, you could be singing in the avocado. I agree. All that's left really is Keuchel. Uh, still a quality pitcher. Can't believe he's not signed. I can't believe it either. But now we'll see what happens. Uh, that Mister Harper's gone. Uh, off the market. Uh, more likely Dex 375 OVP or Bro Neal 25 home runs. I'll take Bro Neal all day, er day. 
Uh, Guitar Hero 2 is the best game ever. Memphis is an easy drive from me from Birmingham. Memphis is an easy drive from everywhere, and it's an awesome town. Definitely an underrated town. And once the Memphis Redbirds start selling individual tickets to the Battle of the Birds on March 25th, I, I, will I will buy tickets, and I will book hotel, and I will be down there March 25th for the Battle of the Birds. But they're not selling individual tickets. They're only selling them as part of a package, and it sucks. Uh, you could probably order the beer online. Somebody told me you couldn't, but I'm not 100% sure. Better for Kizzer's development. Uh, lots of innings in AAA. I, or, or Yachty's backup. It's the same conversation we've had with Carson Kelly. Uh, was it good for Carson Kelly to sit on the bench and be, uh, undergo Yachty's tutelage? Or would it have been better for him for, you know, in 2017 or whatever year that was to sit on the bench forever? Uh, he needs reps. Give him the reps. Uh... I like what I've seen from Connor Jones this far. Again, I would recommend everyone go back to the Dirty 35 write-up of Connor Jones. I'm really proud of it. It's dead on. It's a great write-up. You're not going to find a better write-up of that kid than what I gave you because you know what? It's dead fucking right. Uh, go read that because it's dead on. Can you help me with my accounting homework? Never mind. You work in construction. Look, even if I didn't work in construction, I wouldn't help you with your homework. Did Connor Jones go to Virginia? He did. Uh, what do you think about O'Neill starting right on opening day? I love it. I want it. Give it to me uh, right in my mouth face. Uh, I'd rather have that than Dexter at this point, but that's just me. And honestly, even if Dexter was good, I would be clamoring for that. Uh, I'll tell you what. If Ozuna can't throw the ball in... 10 days' time, that I want O'Neal in left field to start the season. Ah, Rick Ankiel is a big late-season pen edition. There you go, Braden. I like it. Flying J, uh, Jeff Neow says, drinking some more of that Vladdy. Holy shit, is it good? I got to track that down. Do me a favor, Jeff. Slide into my DMs. Give me all the details on that. Uh, like who brews it, where it comes from, uh, and all that other... And all that... <clears throat> and all that jazz. Who is your all-time MLB and Cardinals starting lineup? It's just Ray Lankford eight times over. Uh, sorry, Lee, uh, 2001. I, I'm not going to go over that. Look, it's it's uh, an outfield of Gilkey as your fourth man with Gant, Jordan, and uh, Lankford. Uh, and then Sean Dunstan at second base. Uh, uh, Gary Gaetti at third. Uh, Edgar Renteria. No, uh, Rafael Fercal at short. Uh, my catcher is Gary Bennett. Now and forever and always. And my first baseman is Craig Paquette. Uh, what MLB actual player do you think OT would be like at this point? No one. So, again, uh, oh, man. I, I honestly have... Uh, I don't mean this in disrespect to uh, those that have passed. But, you know, I, I really thought that Oscar Tavares would turn out a lot like Colby Rasmus. Uh, you know, he, he had a lot of raw talent. I just, he had the same swing path always. He kind of, he had like that same style of baseball. Uh, he was a lot more aggressive and exciting than Colby Rasmus was. But something like that, you know. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. maybe, something like that. Not as good of a defender though. Uh, man, you know, I just, I don't know if there's a good comparison for Oscar Tavares either. You know, I, I we didn't get to see enough of him at the major leagues to really formulate an opinion I don't think he ever would have been like the perennial all-star. He might have made an all-star game or two, uh, but that makes it really tough for me. Maybe Tommy Pham. Maybe Tommy Pham is the best, the closest we could ever come to having Oscar Tavares. Uh, let's see. If you're ever in Memphis, please go eat at Rum Boogie on Beale Street. I will, Josh. 
Uh, Gus's chicken or rendezvous. I'm a Gus's chicken guy. I think O'Neal plays more center field than right from Keeper Dean Roach. That's an interesting observation. What I've been pretty vocal about with Tyler O'Neal is I want a four-man outfield rotation, and I don't know what that means for Jose Martinez, and I'm sorry, I really don't care either, uh, of, of Fowler, Bader, O'Neal, and Ozuna until it sorts itself out. Uh, how hard did Connor Jones throw when he was drafted? So his sophomore year, the year before he was drafted, he was high 90s. And then his junior year, his velocity really dropped. And that's part of the reason why he fell from a top 15 pick to a second round pick. Uh, uh, it dropped hard. And it dropped hard all the way until Arizona this past year when he started throwing 98 out of the bullpen. Do you know who else went to Virginia? Well, I know Sean Doolittle was the first baseman in Virginia. Uh, at Virginia and then converted to relief pitcher and he's the only successful pitcher from Virginia to make the major leagues other than that there's been a lot of guys drafted early uh Tyler not Tyler Kolick uh there's been a lot of them drafted early that just never manifested Paul Canerco is better I love that Paul Canerco just went to Bot B site store where can I find the coffee mug you were drinking out of from Coach Harris you can't yet look uh here in the next couple of weeks I would think maybe in about a month as the season starts we're gonna have an entirely new line of Prospects After Dark products for you, and uh, hopefully we can get you this beautiful Birds on the Black Prospects After Dark mug as part of it. Uh, we've also got these awesome, look at these beanies, look at these fucking things. Gifts had these made, uh, but look at these beanies. Oh my god, it's purple and it's beautiful and it fits my head. And you know what? We got this black one too. Uh, so hopefully here in the next month or so, we'll have another line of Prospects After Dark merchandise to spread your way. Biggest mistake for the Cardinals in the last two years, acquiring Azuna instead of Yelich. So I, I, it's definitely a mistake, but the way that John Mazalek tells the story is that they were told adamantly that Yelich would not be traded, and it wasn't until the Marlins traded Ozuna and moved some other pieces that they thought, all right, now we'll trade Yelich. Uh, so it is a mistake that they didn't trade for him, but if he wasn't available, if it's true what Mo is saying, and he wasn't available at the time to them, and the Marlins were adamant about not trading him, then you can't blame him. You, you can't blame him at all. But we don't really know how it went. Uh, remember, folks, use Reddit instead of MLB TV. I like that. Uh, most likely current Cardinal to have a helicopter dad a la Rasmus. Well, so actually, you know what? I'm going to take a second right here. Uh, the helicopter dad thing. I love that, by the way. You're right. The best, one of the best high school coaches in all of the country is a gentleman named Jeff Carlson, the father of Dylan Carlson. And uh, he's just a great coach who's not a helicopter dad. He's just a great coach who helped make Dylan Carlson the amazing prospect that he is. Uh, and just another shout-out to him for what he's gone through, what his family has gone through, how amazing they are. Uh, to, to Mr. Jeff Carlson, I raise my glass. We're getting low. We're getting low, folks. And I'm not adding. I'm drunk enough. Uh, who would have the most helicopter dad? You know, Colton Wong's been through a lot of shit, too, in his life. Jesus, man. Uh, Harrison Bader, I'll say. OT sadly couldn't catch up to a fastball. Yeah, I was... Uh, the t I, eh, you know, guys, I really don't want to talk about OT. I feel bad, but, you know, rest in peace. And I wish that we would have we would have been given a chance to see him play uh, regularly uh, for a season just so we could talk about how amazing or how bad, so we could have an actual, like, sample to talk about. I think they started drug testing kind of serious. I've seen bigger jumps and falls than that. Uh, who is a prospect that will ta take Salvador Perez's spot? I don't know. I don't know anything about the Royals, man. I I'm out of touch in the rest of Major League Baseball, except for the upper echelon of prospects. Matty C over under five defensive runs. I don't have a thought about that. I don't, 
Uh, one tough thing for me, Josh, is I don't invest heavily into uh, the defensive metrics so much. I'll say I'll say push because I really don't have a feel about which direction it's going to go in. Uh, you know, he's been good over there from a DRS standpoint for the last couple of years, but now that he has to do it every day, I don't expect it to stay that way. No, you're purple and beautiful. Ah, uh, we're talking about my penis now. Uh, damn, it's late, Kyle. You're right, Austin Stone. We've been going at this for like an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, NL Rookie of the Year is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. They're going to give him the AL and the NL Award. No, it's going to be Alex Reyes. It's going to be Vladdy Jr. in the AL and Alex Reyes in the NL. And we're all going to celebrate and uh, come, we'll fill the streets. Uh, more, please, from I Can't Spell... All right, so real fast, we've got two more. Actually, I am going to top off the uh, the long branch just a little bit there. God, this is so good. Just a little, little, a little neck, a little nectar in your mouth. Uh, so the second to last, you guys know how this works. Uh, I'm actually going to do this one to all of my birds on the black people. Cards gifts who helped me out with some gifts lately, uh, providing me with the influence and the pictures for the Dirty Thirty Five. Uh, gifts is my bot B rock. Uh, without him, none of this would happen. Uh, he he's a man. He's incredible. Uh, also, and Enchil, who is working on getting me some gifts uh, for some of the minor leaguers in game. Uh, I don't know if he's actually working on it or not. No one really knows what that guy's doing. Uh, Stu Styles will be giving you the daily recaps. Uh, here once the season starts. Then you have Tara doing chirps in Winter Wonderland. Uh, her cohort, Alex Crisofulli, who is doing Winter Wonderland, and it's amazing. Or, uh, who's doing chirps? Uh, uh, Tara and Alex doing chirps. It's incredible. I love it. Uh, uh, Eric Manning has written a couple really good articles that have kind of slid underneath the radar at, at Birds on the Black. Check that out. Uh, Tara and Adam Van Grek are working on something called Minor, uh, uh, minor Details, and it's about how shitty the minor leaguers are being treated and getting paid and their living conditions and stuff like that, uh, what nonprofit organizations are doing to help the minor leaguers, that's going to be an ongoing project. It's something I'm hoping to be a part of, but I don't have time. I have no fucking time at all to do anything cool. Uh, so if I can, I hope to be a part of it. But check out the minor details. The the article that Adam Van Grack wrote about, uh, how, uh, about the legalese of minor league pay is brilliant. It's brilliant, and you're not going to find it anywhere else, and the fact that everyone else isn't talking about the article is kind of a tragedy. Uh, Tara interviewed the gentleman, and I can't remember the organization, but it's a nonprofit organization that provides uh, athletic apparel for minor leaguers who can't afford it. Uh, check out that. Uh, go to Birds on the Black for all that. It's incredible. Chuck Brownson, I'm sure, will start writing here soon. Uh, but to my Birds on the Black family, I raise my glass. You guys are the best. Uh, cards, gifts, I love you and your family. And I'm actually going to extend this to friggin' cards, too, because I love that friggin' cards. Man, I drink too much. My brother Mike asks via text, any chance that you've seen this Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Michael, I know you're not watching. Uh, why not, by the way, asshole? We were in this together. Our bodies used to be in sync uh, when we would make love to each other in the moonlight when we danced with the devil underneath the pale moonlight. I don't even know what I'm saying. Hold on, I gotta t I'm going to tweet at Mike real fast. At riggedy correct. I'm doing pad and answering your texts. There you go, Mike. Uh, I've seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine. First couple episodes, it was really good. I'd like to watch it again, but who has time for that? Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Kimbrel the Cubs, two years, 30 million. Damn it. Ha! 
That didn't actually happen from Halberstrom. We're about ready to end this thing, uh, um, um, uh, Mr. Halberstrom. Thank you for being here. I, I, are you in Oregon? Are you in Oregon? Let me, let me tell you, tell me if you're in Oregon, my friend. I, I'd like to know what, what up. Uh, also, Umbrella Academy is very good. We're finishing it tonight. Oh my God. How good is Umbrella Academy? Oh, God, there's so much. And I'll tell you what, I've got that DC Universe, and I've been watching Doom Patrol. That's pretty good. Uh, look, we live in a world driven by comic books, and I love to see that the independent comics are getting represented because, I mean, that's where the money is. I had Ashley read Sex Criminals, which is by Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky. If you've never read Sex Criminals, you need to watch it. It's incredible. It's not about sex crimes, but it, it has a really interesting thing that everyone should. It's just amazing. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Uh, anyways, to my pad people, I raise my glass of Long Branch from that wild turkey brought to you by SEO Cup of Joe. Uh, I, I Look, we wouldn't do this. Kyle, make a college decision for me. I have three options. Oh, Jay Duda, bring it to me. I love this. Next Marvel movie out Friday. Is Captain Marvel out on Friday? Holy shit, I had no idea. I'm in. I gotta go. Helsley has impressed me from Grayson472. Anybody with the last name Grayson hits hard with me. I love that. Uh, Dick Grayson's my favorite comic book character. Uh... What are, what are my choices? Give it to me. I want the choices. Uh, Ryan Helsley will continue to impress because he's a monster. He's a great pitcher. Uh, has the potential to be something real special, not just out of the bullpen. Jay Duda, I need your I need your things. I need your things. Give it to me. Uh, Why we wait for Jay Duda? To all of my pad people, you make it worth doing. I wouldn't. Oh, Loyola, Loyola, New Orleans, University of Memphis, and SLU. I need to know where you're at, Jay Duda. Are you are you based locally here in St. Louis? Uh, uh, let me know that. Marketing for Captain Marvel has been bad. Yeah, and that whole thing with um, uh, Rotten Tomato, where people are a bad review bombing it, that makes that breaks my heart. Look, the, I don't think that the marketing for Captain Marvel has to be good or bad. I think it's go the movie's going to do well regardless, so it really doesn't matter. Eric Thomas, I love you, buddy. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so my pad people, as Eric Thomas says he loves me, you guys are the best. Uh, St. Charles Moe here uh, from Mad Buster. Hey, Mad Buster, what's up? Um, the pad people are the best. I want to do this because I feel like I get to talk to a hundred random strangers every week. And that's a, and those random strangers, you guys, you're not random anymore. You're actually part of my family, like my extended family. Uh, I'm humbled by you. Uh, and, and, and I feel like you're my closest friends, even though I have people here that I somewhat hang out with sometimes and old friends that I've had for years. Like, you're special to me. And that means a lot to me. Uh, you in St. Louis from Madbuster24. I am in St. Louis. Yeah, I live in the Central West End. Uh, Sean Sandifer says he's in Webster. I love that. Uh, so here's my thought real fast, Jay Duda. Uh, if you're in St. Louis, don't go to SLU. Even if though it'll be cheaper because it's an in-state school and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Go to Loyola, New Orleans. Go to Memphis, one of the two. Uh, I love the city of Memphis a lot. I like New Orleans a lot, but I can imagine that being more of a distraction. Uh, daughter's middle name is Grayson and Honor... And honor your and my favorite comic book character. I love that. From Corey Huddleston, I raise my glass to you, uh, to, to Dick Grayson, who's being called Rick now and breaking my heart. Did you go up to Mardi Gras? I did not. You're the man, Kyle, from Red October Rants. Went to Missouri State. I went to Missouri State, too, for a little bit. That's a whole story. Anyways, from Stephen Ewing says, we appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. Fred from Australia on the train listening in. From Alar, hey, to the, my people in Australia. We've had a Costa Rica shout out. We've had an Australia shout out. Uh, Pat is global, my fam. Nola is heaven and hell all wrapped into one. I agree with that. Look, I like Memphis as someone who's not afraid of culture, of different cultures, of history. I think Memphis has a big draw. And if I were you, Jay Duda, I'd go to Memphis. At least go visit Memphis if you haven't already. I, I love the University of Memphis. Uh, I'm a Tigers fan. 
This was a fun pad, you guys. So anyways, as I just got sidetracked. Uh, Memphis in May. Loyola Nola has lots of hot Latina chicks. FYI, I went to Tulane next door and love them cheek guys. There we go. Man, second complete pad. Uh, and I like it more and more each time. Gay, good for you from our Costa Rican friend. We love that. Thank you for all the info. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee is my second favorite city in Tennessee. Uh, I imagine Nashville is your first. So anyways, my pad people, look, my last my last cheers is always to you. You guys make me want to do this. You're a part of me. Uh, not just my family, but you're part of me. And I, I feel privileged to be, uh, to be in your presence once a week. Uh, I didn't, look, I had a long day. It's been a long winter. And once my day got light, because it was busy all day, my first thought is, man, I'm so excited I'm going to be able to do pad. Uh, if I would have worked all night, there's no way that would have happened. We got to go home a couple hours early. Uh, being here and being here with you on a Sunday night is really awesome. It's a perfect amount of socializing for me. I get to talk. You guys get to comment about how stupid I am. And uh, I love every second of it. So to my pad people, I raise my glass. You're the absolute best. And thank you, as always, for tuning in to Prospects After Dark before we get to our sign-offs. Check out the Dirty 35 on Birds on the Black. God damn it, I'm putting in so much work and so many hours. And the quality is better than you can ever imagine. I dare you to go to Baseball America or Baseball Prospectus or Pipeline, LOL. Or, you know what, I'm just going to throw them out there. Viva Alberto's or Fangrass. And find anything like I'm doing because you're not going to find it because my shit's better than that. Uh, not to bash them, they all do incredible work. But you're not going to find anything better than what I'm giving you. So go ahead and drink that Kool-Aid, motherfuckers. Uh, for everybody at Prospects After Dark, everybody at Birds on the Black, if you watch this or if you are listening to this, you're a part of the resistance. Uh, check out the podcast for the Dirty 35. Check out all of Winter Wonderland, Chirps, amazing stuff that's going on, uh, minor details. Come back every Sunday until the start of the season for Prospects After Dark at 8 o'clock. Uh, uh, again, if you watch this or listening to this, you're a part of the resistance. And as always, family... Happy motherfucking hunting! Ah! Go see Captain Marvel on Friday. I didn't even know it was coming out.